Don't tell me how dumb I am for being so invested in my sports teams. You just don't get it. And so he asked me for my cell phone number, and I tell him, what good that's going to do, you dipshit? My cell phone's on the bottom <laughs> of the lake. You know what else is content? Me getting castrated on live stream. Two dudes, one dad, walk into a bar, and this is their conversation. What's up, Pot Squad? This uh, hitting your eardrums on a Thursday morning, bright and early, is episode 13 of the Two Dudes, One Dad podcast. Lucky I have the lucky, lucky uh, privilege, privilege of being your unofficial host, RC, uh, coming at you live. Uh, and as we, as we all know, <laughs> it's, it's not even close to live. Um, and that, you, you heard two giggle monsters there. I love the term giggle monsters. <laughs> two of them uh the loudest one is the one we'll intro last uh just because it's what we do uh but what's up tim how you doing what's up uh yeah the loudest one will go last except for last week we kind of threw you a curveball but yeah, we'll just mix it up i'm i'm a little concerned that what during your intro there john just looked super confused <laughs> so i i almost that's paused what, that's, that's what i was because i looked about I looked up and saw John like had this puzzled look on his face and I was like, what's, what's going on? But as we all know, you try to figure out what's going on in dad's world. It never goes well. So don't try to figure it out. It's like, it's like, uh, my buddy, uh, just texted me a couple of days ago. He got, he got, uh, he got the COVID. Oh dear. And so my response to him, oh, and this, right. this, this tells you all the, all, all you need to know about me as a friend, my response to him was, man, if you don't get tested, you don't know you have it. Yeah. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. That's why I'm like not getting old, tested. It's like the old college tries. Like, hey, 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 babe. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, but, uh, but our dating dude is good. And what's up, Dad? Hey, guys. Um, I'm glad that uh, you made note that I was the loudest one because I, I've received a lot of feedback from last uh, episode that for some reason um, – my audio is not coming in the way that it should. So I've been working tirelessly this entire week to try to improve that. Um, I've invested a significant amount of money in microphones, adapters. Um, there's a Microsoft Surface that's laying uh, five feet away from me that I've been trying to work on. And I think we're just going to go with the tried and true uh, iPhone at this point because um, I was trying to be a tech guy which resulted oh. in me going by Tim's house today. And um, to, to just give you a little idea, I bought a couple microphones and uh, I left both of them at his house. So basically I called Tim to ask permission to come over to his house to borrow one of the microphones that I bought. Yeah, I was so, going to say, um, is one of the microphones you bought that Tim really likes one that you bought? Yes. It's a responsibility. Um, but, you know, so Tim works his magic, gets the uh, mic up and running with the computer. And as soon as I walk in the door at the house, it basically decides it doesn't want to do anything anymore. So I have no idea what I'm doing. And that confused look that you mentioned earlier, I've got, uh, I'm working our, our podcast on the iPhone and I've got the computer pulled up and I was watching a YouTube video on how to connect the microphone to the iPhone. So I'm pretty sure that's where the confused look came in because he used about <laughs> 10 words that I don't understand in the first five seconds. Oh, yeah. So I basically shut it down and we're just going to carry on with life. We're just carrying on. Yeah, for the first 15 minutes before we started recording tonight, RC and I have just been watching John and trying to walk him through, trying to figure this out. And he's getting super frustrated. He's saying like, 
Why can't I be? How am I the only one in the world who doesn't know how to do this? I think that's a direct quote. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the six-year-old came in, and we all remember the, the, the coarse language that she used last week. Oh, she yeah, you were saying. Accused, she accused me of using a potty word, which shows you how frustrated I was because uh, her, you know, dirty sailor mouth caught me using a potty word. So that, that's how you know it's bad. John, I, I will tell you, your spectrum of of positive to negative, like when you're in a bad mood, like it's so obvious. When you're in a great mood, it's so obvious. And I don't think there's much in between. No, it's no, I, back and forth very liberally. I right. do not I do not sit in the middle with uh, anything in my life. I'm either way up or way down. The uh, the highs and lows of my life are, are, are pretty pretty bad. I do want to get ahead of something right now. John mentioned a growing conspiracy theory that me as the editor is lowering John's mic during the editing process. Uh, I, I would like to uh, clear my name here. That's a thousand percent false. I showed the boys uh, one of the projects that I work in. We only have one audio file coming through. It's one, one large audio file. It's not three split mics. So I can't be, I don't have time to be doing that. John has a shitty mic situation. That's on him. So uh yeah. don't don't hold me accountable and we're we're not yet there as we talked pre in our pre-production uh little discussions we're not yet uh big budge uh podcast world we're still low budget we're still uh we're still mooching off the company tit on uh, zoom whose fault is that because i blame the listeners personally no no and that's what i was saying is is i i love doing this but i'm gonna put it back on our hundreds of listeners we got to get to thousands. And, and in order to do that, you got to follow us on our socials. You got to follow us on Instagram, two dudes, one dad pod. You got to follow us on Twitter at two dudes, one dad podcast, go leave a review that. And, and I will, sh- I'll give a huge shout out to a couple of the people that left reviews this past week. Uh, they were all five stars, leave a five-star review. Even if you don't believe it, uh, leave it. And then you can email us. And that's the other thing. Um, we want to do a segment here in the future. Another, another uh, listener email uh, segment and with your questions so in order to do that you've got to send us your questions uh and our email is at two dudes one dad that's the number two number one two dudes one dad at gmail.com um we're we've we've done our part we found some sponsors uh because as you guys do as you guys know you may know i i honestly think you know i don't think you give a shit there's some there's some stuff that we have to pay for here uh but we we don't mind doing it but john john's almost spent a thousand dollars on all this tech shit that none of it works. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about our budgets. <laughs> worry, worry about, uh, let's keep this free for you guys. And in order to do that, you got to follow us on social media. You got to send us some content. Uh, we are, we are, as you guys know, we're content boys. We're in the content game. Uh, but you got to help us out by following us on socials, doing all the little things, uh, leaving five-star reviews because all that stuff matters. You know, we've had a couple sponsors turn us down because we didn't have enough social following. And uh, speaking of social following, Tim, you had a social interaction this weekend that I, like, I, I'm not lying. I was, I, I can't remember where I was when I saw it, but I, there was no way I thought it was, I'll let you tell the story, but I, there's no way I thought it was real. And I, I haven't heard the story yet, so I hope it is. So, yeah, um, I, I tend to get myself into some Twitter beefs here and there because I get Twitter fingers and get a little aggressive from time to time. Uh, old Twitter fingers over there. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite sayings. Hey, old I mean, Twitter I, fingers is going wild. I, I have been suspended multiple times from Twitter for uh, basically just cussing at the Jaguar players during Jaguar games. So getting, they get me. <laughs> right. 
So, hey, real quick, and I'll, I'll let you get, but quick, quick shout out to, uh, we had him on the pod, the uh, Bold Take pod. They had one of the funniest tweets I've seen. They responded to old President Donnie, and he said, lower tests mean lower numbers. And somewhat, one of the Bold Take guys, I think it was Sully, said, yeah, if I don't watch Jag games, we don't lose as many times. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was good. They're, all, yeah. they're always good over there at Bold Take. Yeah. So, so tell your story, tell your, uh, your Twitter finger story. So, yeah. So, and so I'm scrolling through and I wish this was, on, I had done this from the the podcast Twitter, but this was just my personal Twitter account. You should have. Yes. Um, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see Sean, it's, it's Sunday. So it's father's day. And, uh, I see Sean Merriman, the former linebacker, NFL linebacker played for the chargers. Is that the former, uh, Tila tequila boyfriend? I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, he, I think it is. He has a tattoo of a light switch on his arm, and like he would do the lights out thing every time he made a sack. He was, he was really good for like a couple of years, but anyway, he had a couple good years. Yeah, he he was like the next coming of Junior Seau. Rest in peace. Yeah. So anyway, so I see this tweet that he puts out, and it just it says chilling, just being a dad. Happy Father's Day. So me how did you this, how did you get Twitter fingers like that? So me well, there's a play. Um, back when, you know, when he was playing, when he, the, the Chargers were playing the Jaguars. And it was like first and goal from like the five-yard line. And the Jaguars run a little little uh, play action. And Maurice Jones-Drew comes out of nowhere and blocks the shit out of Sean Miriam and like knocked him Lights on his ass. Out. When he was on the ground, he's flopping around like a dead fish. And then we have Mercedes open, <laughs> Mercedes Lewis wide open in the end zone. One of my favorite plays of all time. If you haven't seen it, wow. look it up. Yeah. So, anytime I see Sean Merriman do anything on Twitter, I like to bring that up. So I just retweeted his Father's Day message with the with the a gif of Maurice Jones Drew, and it just says, "Your dad is Maurice Jones Drew." <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> and uh, Sean Merriman, so, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say. So was the was the okay? First of all, are we are we a GIF podcast or a GIF? I think I'm a GIF boy. I go back and forth. I flip flop hard on that. I don't know. Yeah. I, okay. So was the GIF of the block, or was it just a random one of Maurice Jones Drew? You th- you think it's ingrained ingrained in his skull that 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 block? Oh he oh yeah he, well he knows or else he doesn't remember because he got the shit knocked out of him so hard that he can't remember <laughs> that. But he knows exactly why I said Maurice Jones Drew is his dad. Uh, so, but it was it was just a random GIF or GIF. It wasn't. I couldn't find one of the block. But anyway, Mer- Merriman comes out of nowhere and replies to my retweet saying, all he, all he says is, I have to check your two dudes, one dad podcast out sometime. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> Which, like, I'm, Which, kind of threw me off. I was stunned. Like, he, was, he killed me with kindness. I, he, I lost that battle. Like, so, he did lose the battle, but I, I love the idea of that being a possibility. So here's, here's what my, my call to action is for our listeners. Because I think, Tim, I think you immediately retweet or tweeted back to him and said, we'd love to get you on. Yeah. Right? Yes. So here's what I want all of our Twitter listeners to do. Uh, and I'll do the same. Uh, we'll, we'll all do it. But I want everyone to tweet at Sean Merriman asking him to come on the pod. Yeah. Tag us. Tag him. Tag, tag two dudes one dad podcast tag him and ask him to come on the pod and just talk talk football talk talk life with us 
Well, um, how electric would it be for me to have to face the music, actually face-to-face -face talk to this guy after I just... Right. Like, he would be on our Zoom call. And, and the more people we can get to tweet at him, the, the, the more, the, I think the better chance. When I saw it, that, so the first thing I saw, I didn't see your tweet. I saw his reply. <laughs> and he took the time to actually type out, like, Two Dudes, One Dad podcast seems, seems pretty cool. And so I was like, wait, wait, are we getting Sean Merriman on? Like, this is... <laughs> This is crazy. Uh, and then I looked at the reply, and then I was like, hold on. Is he being a smartass? Because even if he is being a smartass, he'd fit in well here. Yeah. Uh, yeah he'd so, work out great. Yeah. So that'd be good. Um, I, I like I, the thought of him seeing my retweet and then him, like, clicking on my name. He had to do a little, he had to do a little digging. Yeah, he went, to my, he went to my page and read my, my bio. He read my bio info. And so, and so I have that the, we have the podcast on there. So like he he took the time to do some investigating. That's that that's awesome. So call to action, all of our listeners with Twitter fingers out there, uh, use those Twitter fingers for for good for positive. Tweet at Sean Merriman. Get the old light switch on the pod. Like that would be that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, some, someone they said that would be lights out. Yeah, we, <laughs> we we would we would give a lights out performance for sure. Um, John. So first, I feel bad that, it, that we're, you know, what's it, 12 minutes into the podcast. I don't know what the time is, but, and I've yet to say this, happy Father's Day. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you, uh, you went to the woods trapped with your, your mom, your wife, and your two girls. Like, how was, was that? <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a hard weekend. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, so the drive up, it's about, it's about a six-hour drive. Okay, but, okay. I do have a bone to pick with you. You drove pretty much straight through Atlanta. I did. I drove right through Atlanta. Yes, I, I would did. have. I would have loved to stop and had a, had a quick lunch with the fam. Well, there was there were there were numerous invites um, extended to you that you declined. I, I, no, there were invites to go up to the cabin. Yeah, yeah. I think Tim's got my back on that. I don't think there were ever invites to, hey, let's stop and have a beer. Because I'm because at that at, by the point you're in Atlanta, you're about 90 minutes away from Blue Ridge, right? Or LJ. Uh, yeah, about. You can have two. I mean, you can have 19 beers and still drive. You can have yeah, two true. beers and, and be fine. I would have loved to have four beers with the family. Meet, uh, uh, kiss the mom on the, on, the, on the mouth. I mean, on the cheek. <laughs> Um, yeah, you had extended an, an invite there's to stay with the family in the, in the cabin, which is I completely like different. That, I feel like that invite is more intimate and more special than just like a right, And if you lunch. know anything about me, the last thing I want to do is get intimate and special with you guys. You just offered to kiss my mom on the mouth. So, I mean, you know, I, meant to, I meant to say cheek. All right. <laughs> if, if Michael Jordan was there, there definitely would have been mouth kisses. Um, I well, always you know, try to kiss my homies. I'm, I'm sorry about that. You're right. Um, I dropped the ball there. But you got to understand something. Um, it's what, about five and a half, six hours from, from here to the greater Atlanta metro area? Yeah, and I can't um, imagine how many times you heard daddy over there yet. Oh, so we had to institute a rule that uh, Aubrey, the six-year-old, wasn't allowed to ask anymore because she drove us up a wall. Um, so, okay, we have the two-year-old screaming. The almost two-year-old, excuse me. We have the six-year-old. She's shitting her pants left and right, probably. Oh, yeah. We got my mom, who has to stop and pee every 20 minutes. We got Aubrey, who's listening to her iPad on, like, max volume. We got Sarah, who's, like, talking to me about things that I 
honestly don't care about. So this like six or seven hour drive turned into about a 10 hour journey. So by the time I got to the greater Atlanta area, um, I love you. I always will, but I didn't want to talk to you or see anybody. I just wanted to park the car and be done with it. That's fair. Um, but once we got there, man, it was nice. We, uh, we, we got into the cabin, we got settled and we, um, we, we were staying in LJ. Um, it's a big deal. Tara Tara loves LJ. Yeah. She's a big fan. I think she likes the way it sounds like the name LJ sounds fancy. Like she likes the sound of LJ. She makes her sound like better than you guys are. So there's actually a story to that. Um, years ago, uh, and Riley was here for this. I was, um, I was in the car. We, we went to LJ. We went to LJ and stayed in a cabin for the weekend. And we decided to go up to Tennessee for whitewater rafting. And our whitewater rafting instructor is introducing himself to us. And, and you know, hey, I'm RC. Hey, I'm John. This, that, can I that. jump in real quick? Absolutely. It, it wasn't even that. Like, like he, we literally just started talking. And he, was, he had said his name. And I think he started to say, like, where are you guys staying? Are, no, no, no. I think he said, are, are you guys from around here? And then I think John and I started to introduce ourselves just like Megan, like, you know, like, like people do. And Tara, out of nowhere, John's wife goes, we're staying in LJ. Like, like, <laughs> like, a, like, like the equivalent to like Elf seeing Santa. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, and it, and the way she said it was super aggressive. And I mean, everybody stopped and just looked at her and started laughing. <laughs> it, it wasn't even conversational. It was just like screaming at the top of her lungs. This is where we're at. So it became kind of a running joke. Uh, but anyway, we, we got to the cabin, and we really enjoyed ourselves. You know, we went up to Blue Ridge and went shopping and did all the stuff. We had a couple restrictions that we, we were hoping to get out on the canoe and out on the boat and everything in the lake. But the coronavirus thing is still kind of um, shutting down some of the touristy stuff to do. Um, I noticed that Georgia is still a lot more cautious than Florida is right now. But um, we had some good family time, really enjoyed ourselves. It was, it was a good time. But as far as Father's Day on Sunday, um, that was the longest drive of my life. Oh, we, were, we were in the car forever, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a hell of a journey. So good time. Glad to be home. Got about 25 minutes of peace and quiet on Sunday. So that's about all you can ask for. But, yeah, it's pretty good. Thank you for the uh, well wishes, though. I appreciate it. Did you get any gifts? Um, so my kids made me some uh, – some fancy drawings and pictures and, and, you know, all that stuff. Okay. And then, um, those are always like the best things, like closest to the heart rather than them buying you something. Yeah, absolutely. I I would take that. How quick do those drawings go into the trash? Oh no, we have a whole box that we put them in, um, that like go near the trash can, but it's, it's a special (laughs) box. Um, and then, you know, I, luckily my, my wife gave me the greatest gift of all. We're not going to get too deep into that, but, um, Mm. it was the night ended well. So things things are going good. <laughs> well, so. well, John, uh, we're not done with this segment of just catching up and stuff. But we, uh, we, Tim and I banded together to give you something special for Father's Day. Hey, uh, and it goes back to I think episode. It, it definitely wasn't episode two because you failed to show up for that one. It was, but it episode. was episode two, right? And it was where we were talking about uh, our favorite players of all time. Oh gosh, I hope we're talking about Adam Imanecker right now. Please say that's happening. No, hey, oh. just relax, just relax. But uh, <laughs> we got a we got a special message uh, from one of your favorite players of all time from one of the leagues, and you, I, I think you'll hear the name. I think you'll hear the voice, and you'll figure it out. 
But uh, Tim, you want to roll the footage? I'll just we'll screen share it here, and uh, you can watch the video. Yeah, yeah, that that's actually great. All right, John. Hey, John. I just want to give you a little encouragement, my man, and understand that when you get into the business of public speaking, podcast, radio stuff, everybody has an opinion, and it's okay. And if they want to give you crap about things and who you choose to like, so be it. Just understand, stick to who you believe in and make sure you can make a point behind it. That's all that is concerned for that. It's all that matters. Don't worry about what others think. Because if you worry about what others think, you won't get anywhere far. You'll just be wondering, 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 going crazy. No need to go crazy. You know what's going on, my man. Stay strong and stand for what you believe in, Chief. That's the best thing I can say for you. All right? Take care. <laughs> Guys, that... I, I have chills running through my – that's the greatest gift I've ever received. It was Bruce Bowen. Come on. We got, we got Bruce Bowen to give you a little message. Uh, Guys, I, I, I honestly, that was, that was super cool, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, that that's, I'm, I'm speechless. Like, he's, he really is. I know you guys give me shit about the fact that he's my favorite player, but he really is. I love him, and I'm, I'm blown away. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, so, and, and I think Tim, that also goes to all those conspiracy theories out there. I think we try to lower John's volume. Yeah. We, we, we're trying John, to we love John more. John, John makes this podcast. I'm John, just saying the, like, the, the, the uh, stick that stirs the pot or whatever that saying is. I'm, he's I'm, he's I'm the waiting. straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the, uh, I'm waiting for the, 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 uh, the uh, invoice request on PayPal or something to reimburse you guys for that, but it's worth every penny. You, you, won't, you won't get one. You, it's a. Hey, it's a true gift, guys. Uh, that from, that was awesome. Tim and I. That's that's out of the business account, so we're we're in the negative now. But oh, yeah, we expect uh, to, that's on the that's on the expense card. Yeah. Uh, no, and we we wanted to give you that uh, because we know you loved him. He's your favorite guys, NBA player. Even though that's a bad take. Guys, I love that. That's amazing. I didn't even know that he was, and this is kind of shitting on him, but. I didn't even know he was like popular enough to have a cameo account, but I'm so glad that he does. Well, so, you know who's not popular enough for a cameo account is Adam Amanecker. We couldn't get oh, him. <laughs> and we tried. We tried. Or sad, sadly enough, Jim Edmonds, which really breaks my heart too. I've I've searched. I was gonna. Actually, so that guy, he, it's not that he's not popular enough. He's just like too good for it. He just like probably just doesn't want to do that, one. That's yet. true. Um, there there was a moment in my life where I was actually going to pay for my own um, message from Jim Edmonds on that website. So, <laughs> And what's weird is that moment was probably like four hours ago. Um, that moment was less than two days ago. That's for sure. Uh, well, awesome. Glad you had a good Father's Day. Man. Glad uh, you got the, the shit annoyed out of you. And, and happy, we could, happy we could deliver, deliver some content Guys, to you. Guys, I got to be honest with you. That, that is really cool. Um, I can't say it enough. Thank you. That that was awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, while we're while we're wishing happies and uh, celebrating things, RC, you celebrated a birthday this weekend. So happy birthday, big boy! Twenty first birthday, I hope. Thank you. It was my twenty second birthday. I'm just getting used to getting my drinking wings underneath <laughs> me. Um, no, yeah, no. I had a birthday on, on Father's Day, and we'll talk about more of that more of that later. Um, that's part of my single dude sound off uh, at the very end of the episode. Um, 
But I had a good weekend, and I, I've got a couple takes from this weekend. One, well, one's, one's not a take. One's a really funny situation that happened to me. So as we've talked a lot about, I find myself in these weird situations or weird things happen to me. Yeah. So uh, in quarantine, I've, and this happened on Friday afternoon. So I've been going uh, to the dog park a lot. And I uh, talk a lot about uh, my beautiful, beautiful bitch, Topanga. Um, and she, I mean, she really is a bitch, but uh, she's beautiful. Um, and the thing about her, though, is she, she does not jump into my truck. I have to lift her into my truck. Uh, high maintenance. She's high maintenance for sure, right? And every time I lift her in my truck, I lift her by her back legs. And I always say this. I say it every time. I don't know why. I say, who's a big girl? And I just pick her up. I go, who's a big girl? And I pick her up, right? Well, because she also sets off the, uh, the seatbelt uh, belt thing. And every time I, every time it goes off, this another, you know, John and I were weird, we're weird dads, you know, uh, every time the seatbelt thing goes off, I go, I go, Oh, that's the fat girl bell. <laughs> and so anyway, so I'm picking her up by her back two legs and I'm, I'm yelling out loud like loud enough don't think anybody's around me and i yell who's a big girl and i put her i put her in the truck i close the door and i look up and i kid you not a big girl was, was getting out of the the car next to mine on the opposite side so the side i had to go to and she looks at me and she goes you're talking to and I was like, I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. And by, by this point, Topanga is sitting in my front seat. Like, all you can see is her tiny little head. Yeah, she, so she she's acting like a perfect dog. Yeah, she doesn't look <laughs> like a perfect dog. And this girl looks at me and rolls her eyes and goes, ugh, ugh. Just like that. Like, two, two deep grunts. And she was, she was a big girl. At that um, point, you, it's, it's really uncomfortable because you both know that you're both aware that she is big. Right. And so, and but I, like, I felt bad. Like, I was torn in that moment when she grunted at me twice. I was like, I should explain myself. But I was like, no, there's no explanation that's going to yeah. do this justice. No. So I just got in my truck, and I just waved to her. And I just, I just. <laughs> that's I just all you can her. do. You, you should have blown her a kiss. I, I threw a little wave. I got in my truck. But I felt bad. Even the rest of the day, I kept thinking about it, kind of laughing at myself, but kind of thinking. Man, I hope she didn't go through the rest of her day thinking I called her a big girl. Like, I was literally just talking to my 65-pound dog. But, like, hey, baby, if you're taking offense. Well, yeah, you know? she's self-aware for a reason. Like, you know. That's kind of like when you, when you uh, ask a, a heavy girl when the baby's due when she's not pregnant. I mean, like, oh, I don't know. Right. It's just, yeah, kind oh, of the same thing. I don't ask people who I don't know. Oh, I, I'll yeah. never ask anybody who's pregnant. You could like it could be the most the baby could be popping out, uh, like of her vagina, and I'm still not gonna say, "Hey, when's the baby due?" Unless they bring out, unless they bring that information towards. towards yeah, I'm not gonna you know, assume anything. To um, be fair, that that feels like an overplayed analogy. I don't know if that's ever happened in real life. I think that might just be like a movie thing. Who would actually do that? No, I I've seen it happen one time. I feel like if anybody would do it, it would be you, but no, I, not, no, I didn't do it. No, no, I would never, I would never do that. But, but I, not I, from I, a place, not from a place of like trying to be rude for the sake of being rude. You just 
say what you're thinking. Like making you know? a conversation. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, hey, when's the baby do? You're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I would never say that. Um, hey, when's then, the baby do? How much do you weigh? Yeah, hey, <laughs> you look about 50 bills over. Uh, what's, uh, what's the baby doing in there? Um, so, so I had a fun weekend. I had a group of friends, like I, I went, I, I took my, uh, I just bought a bicycle. I took that out, went on a long ride, uh, went out to lunch with some friends, went out to dinner, bounced around, went to a couple bars with some friends on Saturday. Sunday I golfed and then Sunday night went out to dinner with some friends. So I had a fun little weekend. Um, I got a hot take and I know you two are going to hate it, but I, but I'm going to tell you after I, after I hear your gripes, yeah. I think Amateur golf should be 14 holes. Yeah, I, I well, okay. First of all, this isn't your your piggybacking off of Brooks Kepka. No, no, I, no. I, has he ever said this? I, yeah. I honestly, honestly, God. Yeah, he said that. He said no, that. I, I don't. He said that on another podcast uh, that I will not mention because no free ads. But um, yeah. Wait, a, did he really? I did. I honestly did not know this. Yeah, that's a Brooks Kepka take. He said he gets bored halfway through, and then uh, no, I don't think I don't think professional golf should be fourteen holes. Well, he just said golf in general. I so I so here's why I'm saying this. So the last couple times I've golfed, like I'm not a good golfer. I I struggle to break a hundred. Uh, and and like I could I I, I honestly believe this. I, I could easily break a hundred if golf. Well, obviously, I could easily break 100 if it was 14 holes. <laughs> 14 holes. You, know, you took the final four holes out, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could break 85, if, you know, if you take the final four holes out. But there's two things, three things, really. So and one of these is medical, and I'll just, I'll just put this out there. But, like, my lower back really starts hurting at about hole 10 or 11. By hole 15, it's, like, unbearable. I probably should get that checked out. I'm just I'm, – I'm old. I just had a birthday. Um, Two, two, uh, like what? So, so if you know anything about me, I love being outdoors. Like, like I, I hate being inside. I want to be outdoors all the time. So golf is like my favorite sport of all time, right? Like it's competitive. It's fun. It's, it, it's a little bit individual, but a little bit with, with other people and you can drink and it's socially acceptable to drink a lot. Yeah. By whole 14, I'm usually, I'm usually pretty, uh, pretty tilted. You know, that's when my game falls apart. Yeah, that's well, and and then and then lastly, <laughs> the the mental focus it takes to because because like so, uh, I golfed with a guy a couple years ago and he said this, and it's something I've always just thought about. He said, You know, every person is capable of swinging a golf club the right way for their body every time, it's just it's so hard mentally to do that, like you, you literally have to think about the swing put the swing in play and then follow through. And there's so many like little idiosyncrasies with a golf swing that fuck by hole 14, like I'm, I'm mentally drained physically with my lower back. I'm drained and I'm drunk. And like, and so I'm drained I'm drained in all, all every Avenue of my life, except my bladder. And I just like, I fall apart. Like I was, so I told you two weeks ago and I've been golfing one or two times a week for a good uh, six weeks now. Two weeks ago, I was five strokes up on a dude going into the 14th hole, and I lost to him by two strokes. <laughs> like, I, literally, I, I fall apart. So you're not one of those guys that will go out and play, like, 36 holes in a day? Like 
I, I never have done that. I want to be that guy. Like I want to. Yeah. But, but I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Like, like I was, I was texting a buddy today. We're, we're, we're getting out on, the, we're getting out this weekend. And he was like, what of these three courses, which one do you want to play? And I was like, well, the, the second course he mentioned has a hell of a 19th hole. That's important. And I was like, can we just do that and like spend two hours of the 19th hole? And he's like, that's actually sounds like not a bad idea. And he's a, he's a 36 hole guy. Like, yeah. and I have nothing to do. I could, I could totally play 36. My body wouldn't allow it. <laughs> I, uh, so first of all, you're, tr- you're right. I do think that take is pure trash, 14 holes. <laughs> uh, almost everything you said there is the reason why it should be at least 18 holes, if not longer. Like I love, like I'm one, I'm one of those 36 hole guys. Like I'm playing 36 holes this Friday in Fort Myers. Like I can play until the sun goes down. Like you said, you can drink outside. And you're listening to music. You're listening to music while you're playing a sport. Golfing is so much fun being outside, you know, hanging out with buddies. You don't take it too seriously. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not like, I, I, and like, cause like Tim, you're, you're, you're right around 85, 88 every time. Right. Yeah. Right now I'm in the mid eighties. Usually. Yeah. John, you're right about 90 every time. Yeah. I mean, that's being generous, but yeah, mid nineties, low, mid to low nineties. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I'm struggling. Like I'm, I'm at a hundred. I'll, I'll, I'll do anything from 98 to one Oh five and could be one ten. who knows how bad I fall off. Right. But that's the beautiful thing about golf is all three of us. And you add in a fourth, we could get out. We a hundred percent. I have, I have no doubt in my mind. I would put every dollar I have that we would have a blast. Oh yeah. Oh, it'd be great. Right. And, and we're, we're three varying levels of, of, of talent there. Um, and, and I use that word loosely, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is I, is I, I think where, where I falter and I ha- I just have to get better, but like, I'm still in the phase where I drink like everything. When I, when I drink, it's to have fun. Yeah. But, but like when I golf, golf, drinking is such a part of golfing to me that like when I golf, like if, if I was sober for 18 holes, I could, I could manage and I could be fine, but that's, that's not why I do it. So it's like, right. Like I, I kind of see it both ways. Like I, and I don't go golfing to, to drink. I drink while I golf. Like, and I, I, I get after it sometimes and definitely put, put a lot of drinks back, but it's it's just like part of the whole ambiance of it. You have a beer while you're playing golf. Like it's not like for me, I'm not going there to get drunk. I'm I'm. It's just like a, almost like a byproduct. It's a byproduct uh, of what happens. Uh, it's not the main focus there. Well, you're wrong. Wait, wait, I, I, John, what are your thoughts? You've been you've been a little quiet been, on that. This has been well documented. Uh, whenever Tim and I play golf together, I will wake up at five o'clock in the morning and start drinking immediately um it's not called swing juice for nothing that's exactly right so i've tried to back off that a little bit which has significantly improved my game but um typically i'll drink 10 to 15 beers and have three or four shots on a golf course and by the 14th hole i am trash i can't i will i will hit my tee shot in the woods go get lost in the woods and just pick, just pick up a club and walk, walk to the next green. I couldn't care less. And so right. that's probably like that, that doesn't help me very much, but I mean, that's just no. kind of where I'm at. John, you, what, do you put a, what do you put on the scorecard after that? You put a five? Uh, double par is typically where, our, where we max out. Double up. But I will say the last four times we've played golf, I have not recorded a double par, which is probably the first time in 
four years that I can say that. So, John, I want like you've been painting this narrative that you've been playing better recently because that you're not drinking as much. I don't think that's the case. I just think you happen to be playing better, or you have played better these last couple these last couple rounds, because I've seen you take double pars back to back on the first tee, like and the second tee. Sometimes. That's true. It's, that's true. It's not like your game all of a sudden fall, used to fall apart at 14, like once you got hammered. It. I, I don't think that's, that's I, I don't think it's the alcohol that that's making you play better. I think you just happen to be playing better right now. And you know, there's there's probably something to that. You're also but, playing more. Thank you, Tara. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much, Tara. Um, but also, I feel like everything in life needs a fall guy, and so my fall guy has been the the lack of of alcohol. So you're blaming you know, the alcohol for your your past discrepancies, though. And I don't think that's fair to alcohol. Blah 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 blah, blah blame the alcohol. Honestly, the, what's that? What's a, that? Isn't that a song, Jamie Foxx? Like. Oh yeah, no, it's not blah blah blah. It's blame it on the ah, 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 alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no idea who sings that song. I think I've heard it once. I have no clue who sings that's that. That's kind of a little no. teaser for uh, John not knowing any music for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so let's let's uh, let's move into segment one, and uh, it's it's hard to realize that we're in only into segment one. Uh, we'll. We're really excited about this episode, by the way. We've got a lot of really good, great, great, a couple new segments, a couple uh, old ones, but goodies. Um, Oldies, but goodies. We're going to start with two lies and a truth. Uh, Tim, you want to you take it? Sure, I'll, I'll start off. So I'm, am I reading all three right now? Well, well I was just going give to our, give our listeners a little update. So we did two lies and a truth a couple episodes ago. Uh, it was a huge hit. We got a lot of feedback, good feedback on it. So basically, we're going to give you two lies and one truth uh, about our lives, and the other two people are going to to converse, try to figure out what the truth is of the three. Um, yeah, so here we go. Tim, you're up. All right. So my first one, I'm gonna. I have a couple things written down here, but my first thing I'm gonna. My first uh, thing I'll say is um, I am blocked by former ESPN college football analyst Mark May on Twitter. He has me blocked. <laughs> um, no, no comments until he reads all three. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, my second one is I, um, I snuck into Super Bowl 39, the one that was in Jacksonville. I snuck into Super Bowl 39 uh, by telling security guards that I was Jack Black. <laughs> and then uh, the third one, and this is my favorite one, uh, I was once offered the lead on a reality TV show where I would, the result would be that I would get married without seeing the person for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that was a joke. Uh, John, uh, that, that, I think I, I think that happened to John or somebody else in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my 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 actual one is um, during his time in Jacksonville with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Justin Blackman and myself became good friends and actually still keep in touch to this day. Ooh. All right, John, you want to give your thoughts or you want me? All right, so, I mean, obviously it was the first one he said, but it immediately became the leader in the clubhouse. Um, Mark May blocking Tim on Twitter seems the most reasonable. So Mark realistic. May, I think, blocks everyone. And, and, and Is Mark May a real thing anymore? He doesn't know. work for ESPN anymore. Yeah. So he was yeah. – he was, he was a terrible person in my eyes. No, he sucked. Uh, he sucked. And he blocked a lot of people. Uh, 
Well, I'm one of them, allegedly. Allegedly. John, what else? So I, I think that's probably the winner. But if, if, if that isn't the case, I would say that Tim and Justin Blackman still keep in touch because you know, t- Tim has had dealings in the past with, with Jaguar players through work and um, or former work. And I feel like based on other stories I've heard with other Jaguar players, um, he would be a guy that, that Tim would, would get along with. Yeah. So, and my, my sentiments kind of echo yours. So I, I think, I, I think the, the truth is Mark may blocked you because one Mark may sucks and he didn't, he didn't deserve you. Um, and two, I think, I think last I heard Mark may had some dumbass podcast uh, and I hope it has less, less listeners than we do. Uh, Super Bowl 39 snuck in. That's funny. You do look like Jack Black. <laughs> I just don't want to think about you streaking naked on the the field at Super Bowl Thirty Nine. That's so, not what I said. I said I snuck in. I didn't streak. I know, but I just I just immediately assumed you streaked. <laughs> um, and then, so here here's the here's the kicker. I think you said you and Jay, uh, Justin Blackman keep in touch to this day. Yeah, I think y'all kept in touch. I think y'all kept in touch at some point. Y'all don't keep in touch to this day because right. you you have had a well documented like string of really and i won't say close but like you, you've had good relationships with a lot of players yeah that's fair but hey but as we talked with the sean merriman thing your your twitter fingers will get you in trouble boy yeah they will <laughs> all right so you want me to uh reveal the the yeah, yeah. give us the, give us the, the the grand reveal so i'll start with the with the two lies first uh the first one is no i did not sneak into uh super bowl 39 uh, I was I was a senior in high school at the time, so I could barely grow a beard. I didn't look like Jack Black as much as I do now. I wasn't as fat as I am now. Uh, but I did tailgate at that Super Bowl, and I bought my first illegal beer there, so that was kind of cool. Oh, wow. Nice. Hey, con- congrats on the beer, dude. Yeah, so it was awesome. Uh, the second lie, and this one has a little bit of truth to it. Uh, well, not – me and Justin Blackman are not friends. We never were friends. In fact, we – we're enemies. Uh, we're quite opposite Whoa. friends. Uh, words. Justin Blackman, the, the actual truth to that story is Justin Blackman once tried to fight me at a bar at Jack's Beach. Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, I could see that story going equally as true as you guys being friends. Yeah, and that I story is that. a thousand percent true. We were at... If, you must have been <laughs> drunk and driving. Uh, well, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get to that. So um, this is right after the Jaguars drafted him, like a couple days after. And we're all, me and a couple of buddies are out at the Ritz in Jack's Beach. And I'm sure you guys oh. both know well. No free ads, but love that place. Yeah. Fantastic bar. I've, I've also been kicked out of there, but I, mean, yes. I don't know if you have. But. So uh, we're in there and Justin Blackman walks in with, with a couple girls and a couple, couple friends. He's got this whole crew he's rolling with. I go up, I, I walk up to him. I want to say hi. I mean, I'm pumped. The Jaguars just drafted this awesome receiver. And I go and say hi to him, and he's like, man, I'm not Justin Blackman, and I, I don't want to take pictures because I haven't signed my contract yet because, you know, he had, had trouble with, like, alcohol in college. It, he's clearly Justin Blackman. Everyone's going up to him talking to him. So I, at that point, I'm a super Jaguars homer. I, anything he says to me, I will accept. So I said, fine, no pictures, that's fine. Uh, go on, have a good night. Welcome to Jacksonville. We both proceed that night to drink our tails off. 
And he, at the end of the night, it's like 132. I, I, I'm just going to guess you probably handled drinking your tail off better than he handled drinking his tail off. Uh, I would like to think so. And this story will come. Well, well uh, you'll you be the judge by the end of the story. So the end of the night, he's being carried out by his friends, like arms over the shoulders. Uh, he he's barely can stand straight. He's getting right. carried out. He's hammered. And me being the idiot I was and the drunk idiot that I was, I turned my phone around and tried to just quick, like do a drive by selfie as he's walking by or while he's being carried by. And I forgot to turn the flash off and the flash, <laughs> the flash goes off. And he makes a beeline right at me. He, he like tries to kill me. And thank God he had his friends there because they, they separated us. They took me outside, made me delete all the photos in my phone. And then <clears throat> like said, thank God. I thought they were going to kick my ass. Like I thought I was done. Yeah. You were, you were going to lose that fight. That's yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, but so the funny thing is the next day he was back in uh, Oklahoma and he got a DUI. <laughs> that was the next day? The next day. So there's an argument to be made that his rage of you led him to drink so much that he got the DUI. There, you may have there, ruined the Jaguar franchise. you get kicked out of the NFL? Um, he's still suspended indefinitely for going on Tim, like six years now. <laughs> Tim set the Jaguar franchise back at least a decade. You can't. You cannot. By, do that. De- like, and you can make the argument that had he not turned his flash on, we'd be fine. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's a you know, perennial Pro Bowler. Who knows? Let's all remember that the guy throwing him the football was Blaine Gabbert. So uh, yeah, they were screwed. Oh, sunshine. So th- those were my two lies. Um, my truth is that yes, I am blocked by Mark May, and I couldn't tell you exactly what I said to him because I used to talk shit to him all the time. Pretty much any time he would say something on Twitter that I saw, I would just call oh. him an asshole. I would just write, I would just reply asshole underneath it, no matter what he said, because I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm pat. I'm like, I love that I'm more, I'm blocked by him because I can't stand that guy. <laughs> have you checked recently? Are you still blocked by him? I have checked recently, but let's just do a live check right now. I'm pretty sure. I don't know why yeah. he would unblock me. If if you are not unblocked or if you are unblocked, I highly recommend that you just write asshole immediately on whatever his last tweet was. Oh yeah, I'm still blocked. Okay, oh, great. That's great. That's great. Shout out to me. So, you explain to me how Twitter works. If I were to go on the Marketing Twitter <laughs> Love and write asshole and then tag you in my post, would that work? Um, Ooh, that's a good question. You know what? I, I mean, one way to find out. I can be I can be the catalyst for you. We should do your, it. We should do it from the Two News One yeah, Dad podcast. Yeah, yeah, do it from the official. Absolutely, absolutely. John, do you want to go next on uh, Two Lies and the Truth? Sure, sure. Um, so I got a couple. Um, I'll just uh, I'll just start at the top and work my way down. So my first one. I've been on a fishing trip, uh, more accurately, a private fishing charter with two different presidents. Of the United States, I should clarify. Okay. Um, I hit a home run at a major league stadium. And finally, I have been banned from a bar in St. Augustine. So, real quick update. I just tweeted from the two dudes, one dad, uh, and I, I tagged Tim. So, Tim, let us know if you got it. But I just I said – I have a notification. <laughs> at Mark May, I said, <laughs> I said, Tim B thinks you're an asshole. 
I think we're about to get blocked by our first. Uh, by, the, by the way, who did you tag? Who's Bio X Accelerator? I tagged them. Yeah. Oh no, no, he tagged them, and they just got tagged. <laughs> they just, <laughs> hey, they they caught a stray bullet there. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, ricochet shot the bio ex, exfoliator. Uh, yeah, bio got the ricochet. I, I'm not a I'm not a big Twitter guy. That's been well documented, and I don't really understand how it works. But my favorite thing about social media is it doesn't matter who you are. You can reach out to the biggest or smallest celebrity in the world and just tell them to go fuck themselves, and it goes straight to their phone. Like oh, he's right. having dinner with his family, and some random dude was like, "Hey, you're an asshole," and it just went straight to his phone. I love the, that. I'll tell you, and then we'll get back to your two lies and the truth. I lost a lot of respect for Mark May when he started going in on people about uh, it was either drinking or domestic violence. And he's gotten DUIs or, you know, whatever he was going in on them about, like he's gotten those as well. Yeah, but that happens. All these ESPN guys, they all take the high road and they forget about this sh- all yeah, the shit. Doug Gottlieb. Talking about Doug Gottlieb. Oh, yeah. Doug Gottlieb. Um, he stole credit cards. Yeah, so so John, you sorry, I got off on that Mark May tangent. Uh, <laughs> two lies and the truth. You said All right, so you hit a home I'll run start, in a MLB ballpark. Yes. Yeah, so what are your other two? Uh, I'll start from the top. All right. So I've been on a private fishing charter with two different presidents of the United States at the same time. A, yes, at the same time. Okay. No I way. hit a home run in a major league stadium. And I have been banned for life from a bar in St. Augustine. All right. So I'm going to do a little mental gymnastics here. Uh, based off your last performance in Two Truths and a Lie, or Two Lies and the Truth, you, like, just tweaked one little thing in your story. <laughs> like, you only went on a charter with, like, one president, and you just want to tell us that story. I think that's what happened. It, although even that sounds kind of crazy. I don't know why you would be in the same boat with any president. Um, I think that it's you've hit a home run in a ballpark, but I'm sure like you were using like a, a softball and uh, or like a tennis <laughs> ball. And uh, I know you went to Flagler, but I can't see you getting kicked, like banned from a bar there. So I'm going to say the truth is shockingly enough, the baseball uh, home run in a major league ballpark. And, and I, I'll, I will say, I think – that's what he wants us to go for. I think, I think, and, and I think it, this keeps him up at night. He has never hit a home run at a major league ballpark. Um, well, like I said, I'm sure there's a circumstances where like the fence was up or, or there was a slow pitch and uh, like, he just like hit, launched like, a tennis ball over the fence. I'll eliminate some, I'll eliminate some of those questions. It was an actual baseball game that they were throwing the ball overhand like men. So, you know, it wasn't a softball game. Uh, and then, and then I'll, like, I'll echo Tim's uh, sentiments on this. There is, like, there's more problems with our country if you're on a boat with two former presidents <laughs> than, than there are if, like, whatever. So that, I, I think that has, no, that, that has a snowball's chance in hell of being real. Um, I think you were kicked out of a bar in St. Augustine, or you're banned from a bar in St. Augustine because – you, you've probably been banned from a lot of places because you've lived a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a good chance there. Uh, all right, so I'll start from the bottom and work my way up. Uh, banned for life. And Tim kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, most of these have a, have a touch of truth and a, and a bit of a lie to them, and then one of them is completely true. 
uh, banned from a bar for life in St. Augustine. I've never been banned for life, but I was kicked out of a, uh, of a bar. Um, there is a, uh, there is a bar called Scarlett O'Hara's in downtown St. Augustine. It's walking distance from the campus. Um, they have a downstairs and an upstairs. Anyway, at this particular night, it was one of those Thursday college night things. The upstairs was roped off because they just didn't have a bartender working upstairs, but they did have a a bouncer standing at the staircase stopping people from uh, going upstairs. My buddies and I happened to know the uh, bouncer. So we're sitting there talking to him and he says, Hey guys, um, you know, I'm going to take a smoke break. Would you guys mind standing here and just making sure nobody goes up there? We're like, yeah, yeah, no problem, man. We'll take care of it. You know, five minutes, no big deal. We got you, dude. As, as soon as he walks out the door, we immediately sprint up the staircase and we jump behind the bar and start pouring ourselves as many drinks as we can possibly pour ourselves. And a couple people follow us up. Before you know it, we went from pouring ourselves a couple beers to making drinks for people behind the bar. After about maybe 10, 12 minutes goes by, the uh, bouncer, who was our friend, came up and he was not happy. So he, uh, he forcibly removed us from the bar and we got a one-month ban. So uh, I wasn't banned for life, but I did get a one-month suspension from that bar, which was terrible because it was less than 200 yards away from our dorm. So, and they let you drink if you were underage. So it was, it was pretty much the worst possible thing you could imagine. Well, that, that's, a, that is, that's a bad least, month. At least there are like twenty-five other bars to walk to. Yeah, yeah that's true. There, there were plenty of options. The the ice plant or the ice whatever. That's a good spot in, in San Augustine. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, there's there's a bunch of them. Panama. No free ads, there's, yeah. there's all kinds of good ones. Um, all right. So the 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 second one hit a home run in an MLB stadium. So uh, when I was in high school, I got named it to one of those all-star teams that travels around and oh, we played wow. yeah 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 we played um Ardo. yeah so we played the north georgia all-star team at turner field oh hell yeah hell and yeah. um we beat I that was, ass didn't we i was admittedly not not a home run hitter um never have been never was well, you- you weren't on the roids yet, because that, that happened when you were Flagler. Oh, my freshman year of college, I hit a bunch of them, <laughs> but they were assisted. Dingers. Um, yeah, lots of dingers. <laughs> anyway, um, I was playing in that game, and I don't know what the inning was or what the score was. It doesn't really matter. But I, I made pretty good contact with the ball, and I've never been one to kind of hit the ball and watch it or pimp it, as some might say. But I hit this ball about as hard as I could hit one. I did a bat flip. I came, you know, trotting out of the out of the box. I was jogging, you know, the whole way. I get about, I get around first base or j- just about the first base, and I'm maybe two or three steps by, and I've been jogging the whole way. The ball hits off the top of the wall, and my immediate thought was, "Oh shit, I gotta at least turn this into a double because if not, this is gonna be embarrassing." Uh, I get about two steps around first base. I try to go from jogging to a dead sprint. I trip do basically a front flip, fall on my face, get up, run to second base, try to slide in and get thrown out by about 12 feet. So uh, I hit a ball off the wall. Yeah, I hit a ball off the top of the wall and and basically was given a a single and then thrown out at second base. So uh, that was definitely a lie. I did not hit a home run in a major league stadium. I got pretty close. This is the second thing. The second time I'll say this, this uh, podcast, I will empty my bank account if anybody has video footage of that. Yeah. 
I mean, I believe it. I just want to see it because I think that's I can, very. No, I need to see it. Yeah, I can go to uh, I can go to uh, my lovely mother and see if she's got something. We'll see. Um, I, I would need that for the right. teacher this week. I'm gonna need that. Oh yeah. But the, uh, the the least likely of the scenarios that I've just laid out happens to be the truth. I have in fact been on a fishing charter with two presidents. No. All right. So this no. is true. I want to try and guess the presidents. Oh, I, I already know them. Yeah, I feel like Riley would know exactly who it would be. It's HW and W. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, How yeah, big was so, this boat? Like <laughs> was this like a hundred person one and they were like at the top and you like were you were like the, yeah, so, the eight boy? So my my I was born I grew up in the Florida Keys and um my dad was the chief engineer at one of the hotel resorts down there. The owner of the uh of the resort happened to also be the CEO of Coca-Cola Bottling Company. So the guy had super deep pockets, right? Okay, so so I, I live in the town where Coca-Cola is the biggest. No one ever says Coca-Cola bottling company. <laughs> at the time. Yeah, well, that's at the time, that's what it was. So that's just what I say. Anyway, bear with me. So my dad and um my dad and Mr. Navare were, were pretty good buddies. And he, Mr. Navare, the, the CEO guy, he knew the bushes pretty well. They would come down once a year, once every other year, whatever it was, and go fishing. One of the years, I was probably maybe four or five years old. I was a little kid. So, I mean, I don't even remember this, to be honest with you. But um, he invited my dad to come, you know, come out on the boat with Bush family to go, to go fishing for the day. And my dad, you know, I'm the four-year-old, it was well, five, however old I was. He invited me to come out too. So I was, uh, I didn't do much fishing, but I was running around putting bait on hooks and, do, you know, grabbing people beers and doing all the stuff you do. Cause I just wanted to be like the, you know, I think they gave me a hat and called me the first mate or something. So I thought it was awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I went, uh, I went fishing with uh, both Bush presidents. That's hey, that's a pretty awesome story. Yeah, it, oh, that's really it, cool. That's really cool. That's it was, it's incredible. There's there's a couple of pictures I have to uh, get some some old Polaroid footage from my mom. I'll have to track down. But no, um, I was little. I don't remember it. But I've I, there's a bunch of pictures floating around that I've seen a thousand times. But yeah, yeah. It, it, in my mind I remember it, even though I really don't. But in my mind I've kind of constructed the day, and it was basically the greatest day of my life. I'm so, doing right. some I'm doing some mental math here. You said you were like four or five, so D W was not president yet. When was yeah, yeah. no? Neither neither one of them were president yet. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna H W was not either. Yes, talk any politics, any uh, platform uh, agendas or anything. Yeah, I was I was really pushing for Jim Edmonds to be you know Secretary of Defense, but he didn't want to hear it. So. Or Secretary of the Fence, you know the. <laughs> That's right. Nice. That's a big but no, it was, uh, it was, um, I wish I was a little older. I wish I, and you know, side note on that, yeah. the reason that my parents moved to the Keys is because my, my grandmother uh, moved down there to retire. Her next door neighbor in Alamorada was Ted Williams, the baseball player for the Red Sox. Well, so, the, the freezer with his, his brain or actually yeah. Ted Williams? Wow. That's a horrible thing to say. Um, <laughs> oh, no, actual, that's, that's what I get crucified for? <laughs> Yeah, the well, that's what he did. Didn't he do like the cryogenic freezing thing? Well, his kids, did. that's a whole nother thing. His kids did it. His kids were shitty. But yeah, the actual Ted Williams before he got his head chopped off and put in a freezer. Wow. Well, hey, 
Yeah, what a segue. If that's not a transition, I don't know what is. Uh, yeah, I'm, so, okay. That's why I'm not the official unofficial host. So, so uh, two lies and the truth here for me. Uh, I got a couple, and one of them being uh, birthday and Father's Day weekend. Uh, I was a pound when I was born. <laughs> Number two, I pooped my pants on a second date. <laughs> Number three, I once blindfolded a driver in college and our car ended up in a ditch and we had to ditch the car and get a, hire a tow truck to pull it out in the morning or before the morning. Uh, so I'll let you go first here. Um, okay. So I've got some thoughts on these. Um, I think the third one, when you uh, blindfolded the driver and you ended up in a ditch you said yeah um i feel like there's a little truth to that but i feel like the real truth is you ended up in like a retention pond and not a ditch i feel like that happened <laughs> like the golf cart i was driving yeah i feel like this isn't the first time a vehicle you've been in has ended up in a body of water so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna take that one off the table um pooping your pants on the second date um that seems like too, I, too like good to be true that seems like it would be we, one yeah, i've heard a few stories in my you know, 20 plus years of knowing rc and i feel like pooping your pants on the second date is probably a little slow for you i feel like that's something that you're going to get out right off the bat um and i feel like there's there's evidence to support that um i'm gonna go with one pound birth weight as the truth okay okay so my it's thoughts him. yeah my thoughts on this um the second one the pooping in your pants seems like too real to be like i think you're trying to throw us off the scent with that one if you get too one true to be true yeah <laughs> although every time we say that one we mentioned can't see this but rc has to put his shirt over his face because he's laughing so hard <laughs> he did it again <laughs> um so I, i'm gonna say that one's not true the one pound uh at birth is it's wild i don't even know if that's like physically possible i'm not a math guy or a science guy or a biology guy whatever kind of guy you would have to be to know that I'm not a baby or, or a woman or a woman, or woman, a woman. uh but that just seems well, like but I do like the idea of you like thinking of that as like a joke and like you coming up with that lie. <laughs> just like I was one pound when I was born. Uh, so, but I'm going to say that the, I think the truth is the car thing. You, uh, you, you uh, blindfolded a car or a driver and you ended up in a ditch. So uh, I, I love, I love y'all's commentary, by the way. So I'm going to start with, the two lies and and as as you'll you'll come to find out whenever we do this all of these stories have a, a large amount of truth tied to them uh because we just love telling fucking stories um <laughs> so when i was born i was born uh three and a half months premature and i was one pound and one ounce i okay, was so is that one of your lies that's a lie oh that's my a lie. god so, that doesn't that like doesn't count 
I was in the hospital for over two months when I was born. I was read my, and I'm not, I'm not Catholic, but I was read my last rites at the time I was, I guess, because I didn't have a choice, but I was read my last rites twice. Like, like there was, a, there was a, a, a strong part. I didn't make it. If you saw my mom's Facebook post to me on my birthday on Sunday, she calls me, she literally to this day still does call me her miracle baby because I was born super premature and, and like, I don't have any problems other than uh, immature personality. <laughs> a, a person who has commitment phobias and uh and a and, severe case of irritable bowel syndrome yeah and and then a digestive system that cannot digest oxygen um but other than that i'm fine other than that i'm fine um uh, crazy man so, so the second one uh yeah no literally i i'm i'm lucky my mom says this all the time i'm lucky to be uh, alive I don't feel that way, but it is, it is what it is. To address uh, something right there that you just said, though, um, your mom, I, I saw your mom's post, and I just assumed she was calling you her miracle baby because of our podcast. I just thought she was. Yeah, right, right. Um, so, <laughs> I was gonna way, so, quick aside, she's a listener now. Yes. And she hates it. <laughs> well, she's going to hate it even more when I, when I tell you why I thought she called you miracle baby. Well, because she, she only said – well, I was thinking she only had your siblings to compare her to, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that. going to, I'm, I'm not going to get invited to Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yes, you will, because I'm inviting you, because I'm a content boy. I, I, I want, I want to stir the pot. Dude, it's one dad Thanksgiving special at RC's house. Oh, that would be yeah, so hey, hey, no, Let's do it. Let's do Guys, it. All right. Lock it in right now. So yeah, no, no, that would be so good. That would be so good. Uh, because what my mom doesn't know, and she's quickly going to find out, is I'm closer with you guys than I am almost most of my family. So, uh, <laughs> number two, uh, I pooped my pants on a second date. Uh, that's inaccurate. I pooped my pants on a first day. <laughs> that is one of the things I thought was a possibility. Um, so real quick, I'll tell the story. And the fact that I'm about to tell the story to all of our listeners is, is a problem on my part. I, my, my frontal cortex is definitely Riley, not- b- Before you start, uh, I just want the listeners to know, this is my second favorite story of all time. <laughs> and we we know what your first is, and at some point with more listeners, we'll tell you. We're, we're going to get there, but this is my favorite story, so please. So I, I go on a date with a girl who is really hot, significantly younger than me, uh, which feels how like it's... How significantly? So at the time, I think I was 27 and she was 22. Uh, I'm just making sure everything's uh, above the belt here, legal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, <laughs> she was actually she was 23. She had just got a job with the college she graduated from. Well, good for her. Uh, and uh, Ju, go Dolphins. Um, yeah, swoop, swoop. Yeah, no, 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 no. Anyway, so uh, she really wanted. So she had just gotten a job with the college, and she was putting on this like Halloween thing for the students. She was in charge of like student affairs or something or, or uh, had a big part in student affairs. Her actual job title was the assistant to the president. Uh, so anyway, to the regional manager? Assistant to the branch manager. Yeah, is, I think what her title was. So, uh, so, anyway, so she, we had to get there and we had to sh- make show face there. So she wanted to go to a quick dinner somewhere around the campus before. And so we went to the Chili's uh, in Regency. <laughs> 
And I'm not a Chili's fan, although my parents are. I love so, Chili's. I love Chili's. Oh, see, I, I can't stand chains. And it's part of it because in Metro Atlanta, there's not a ton of chains. So, uh, But, yeah, so my parents do, so I was well familiar with Chili's. And I knew that, that there was this dish called the Chipotle pasta. Oh, dear. That, that my, my stomach cannot handle. <laughs> my stomach cannot handle it. But this girl insisted on getting the two for one, like or the um, the whatever it was called, where you get one one appetizer, two entrees, and one dessert. Yeah, for like twenty bucks. For twenty bucks, right? And so I'm drinking beers and two thinking, for ones okay, at Chili's. Two for ones at Chili's. Yeah, and they're two for ones at Chili's. So I'm thinking, okay, this will be fine. We'll be fine. You know, like when you're drinking beers, your stomach shuts off anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> so. We have the appetizer. I don't remember what we got. I think we got spinach dip, if I'm not mistaken. So on, but on the uh, on the you know the 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 two meals for twenty bucks deal, like there's only they only give you like four choices, and of the four choices, the only thing I could actually think about eating was the chipotle <laughs> pasta. <laughs> so I get the chipotle pasta. I just say fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just deal with it. So uh, I eat it. It's delicious because that's the other problem. It was delicious. I've had it before, and that's how I knew that I couldn't handle it. <laughs> so I get it. I'm like, oh, this is delicious. It's so good. I'm fine. We're driving. We're driving to 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 campus to her little little thing she had to show up to, and she's like, she's like at some point I got to introduce you to the president of JU, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> And so I'm like, all right, well, so we get there. My stomach starts rumbling. So I'm like, well, shit, I got to go to the, to, I I go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. At the time, my stomach was not rumbling. So I just pee. I walk out. I was a little nervous about walking out. I was like, okay, well, maybe my stomach's fine. (laughs) We do this lap. She introduced me to the present. Everything's great. She goes, um, well, before we go get drinks at another place, like I want to show you this nature walk that I've been on this committee oh, no. to develop along the <laughs> river. This campus is along the river in Jacksonville, along St. John's. So we're going down this two-mile damn wait nature walk. About a mile down, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got the rumbling, I got the rumblings, and it's the earth. It's not a mud butt. Like, I, I, I got I to go. So I start, I start like – kind of ripping ass like behind her and just kind of hoping that she didn't smell it. And, and, and at the time I thought, man, I really like this girl. So I don't want to be doing this, but like, and it just hit me. And I, I like, you know, you know, when the, when the bell tolls, you got two minutes to get to a bathroom or, or, or you're, you're done. And you're in the middle so, of nowhere. And, and I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm on a nature fucking walk. <laughs> so, so I, I tap her and I was like, I was like, Hey babe, uh, was there a bathroom? She's like, yeah. Yeah, we put one right there. It's about 100 yards that way. So she points to 100 yards. So I'm not trying to act like I'm about to shit my pants, but I, I start doing the turtle walk, and I start going, I start going, I start going. So it takes me all of two minutes to get there, but you, everybody knows, everybody knows when your mind decides you're about to poop, you're about to poop. Like, yeah, like no holding back. Your body no holding back. Like it's almost time. But the problem is when your mind doesn't know that the restroom is fucking locked. Oh, no. So I get there and I kid you not. And this is the third Nancy Kerrigan reference we'll make. I got there. I, 
I turned the door like it was opening. It was not opening. It was locked. And I heard her yell in the background, I think it's locked. And I was like, oh, boy. And I just shit my pants. <laughs> Straight shit my pants. Oh, and this is, this is date number one. So we're walking back. And she wants to hold my hand. She wants to be all lovey-dovey. She thinks I just have to pee. Meanwhile, like, I got Jesus. And, and God bless my underwear. I was wearing, I was wearing the tightest underwear you've ever seen. Like, and I, I'm a brief boy. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a boxer brief boy. So they're long. So they were holding it in. So it was fine. But, like, I looked like freaking, like, a 90-year-old man wearing diapers. Like, I had, I had some shit in my, my carriage. And... <laughs> I wouldn't let her walk behind me because I didn't know what it looked like, right? So right. <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally pushing her in front of me, and she just wants to walk alongside me. But I'm worried, like, okay, she's going to smell shit. I got shit on my pants. I got, I got all these types of problems. So I tell her, I was like, hey, I was like, hey, I, I'm about to puke, and I got to get to a bathroom ASAP. And she's like, That's I said, like, yeah. I said, I've been holding it in. I'm about to puke. So she – she points me to the student lobby. We're about 25 <laughs> yards at this point away from the student lobby. The student lobby is packed with people in Halloween masks and Halloween gear. It's Halloween and all this stuff. So I was like, well, shit. Like, literally, I've got shit in my pants. Like, I, I've got to figure this out. So I scaled the wall all the way to the bathroom. There's, there, the bathroom is packed. I push my way into the stall. I lock the stall, and I get butt-ass naked. And I just shake out my underwear, shake out my jeans, throw the underwear away. Oh my jeans God. were like, jeans were halfway salvageable. <laughs> uh, shirt was salvageable. Like I like, but I was in there for an hour. I'm not kidding you. I was in there for an hour. She called me 30 minutes in, and I literally did this. I talked to her. I was like, "Hey," I was like, "Something in that Chili's was bad." I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" And I act like I was. <laughs> I hung up the phone. I bought myself another 30 minutes. I cleaned my ass. I cleaned my body. I come out. <laughs> now you're so self-conscious. Like, even though I'm, I'm, I'm clean as can be, I'm, the restroom was, was clean. So I was washing my ass. I was, I, my ass was in the sink. This was, this was pre COVID. So I was all, I was all, <laughs> my, my cheeks were everywhere. And so we get back to the car and she wants to like smooch and kiss and all this shit. Well, I'm thinking like, you gotta be smelling poop, baby girl. Like, like, so she invited me in. We, I drive her to her home. I, I, we, and it's an, it's a late October night. It's basically November 1st in Jacksonville. And that's chilly. Yeah. At least it's chilly there. It's not like stinky hot. I'm rolling with the windows down and she's cold. <laughs> and she's like, Why are the windows down? I was like, Hey, you just gotta trust me on this one. We get to her place. She wants to come in. She wants to kiss. I can't do any of that because I'm like, I think I smell like poop. But anyway, so, so yes, I did not poop on the second date. I pooped on the first date. Luckily, there was a second date. Oh. My, favorite, my favorite part of that story is you, the moment that you talked about when you went up to that bathroom on the nature walk and, like, you talked about, and everyone knows that moment where, like, you know you have to shit so bad and, like, you know your brain turns off your brain says coming. you're gonna poop yeah the toilet's coming and at that moment you have exactly amount the amount enough the amount of time <laughs> that you need to sit on the toilet if you have to yeah, wait like, like after that that amount of time you're fucked you're done 
your butt cheeks, your butt cheeks can sense the toilet. They, they can sense the porcelain. So they know like, cause there's been times when every one of us has pulled our pants down and we've narrowly missed the top of the pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because oh, our, yeah. Our, our, our butt cheeks know like exactly when we're going to poop. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's a body, like the body knows. When I got home, John was there. Uh, my other roommates were there drinking and having a good time. And it was 11, 1130. Oh yeah. It like, was, it was coming up on midnight. And so Tara's ready to go home because she's, you know, she's pregnant. She's not drinking. Like, she's watching me get hammered drunk. She's not a fan. R.C. tells the story, and we're in tears. I mean, just, like, rolling down her face. And we wanted to see kind of what this girl looked like to give it context because if you're going to shit your pants on the first date, you would hope she's, like, a soft four, maybe, like a, maybe like a, like a hard five. This girl was easily a hard nine she was she was cute unbelievable and the the only part that i think you left out and i may have i may have missed a little bit of this the aftermath but you guys went out again didn't you that didn't oh, seem to no to we, we dated for three months <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you guys, you guys she, she never knew what happened she never say. knew what happened if i'm not mistaken like there was a moment where we all met and i yeah. don't think I don't think K2 and I could keep our, our, our chuckles to ourselves. I am a, I am a giggle monster. We, that's been well documented. And uh, I don't think I could keep it together as well as I thought I could have. So and uh, it, it, might, it might not have ended well. Yeah, I'll peel the curtain back. Uh, the reason I broke up with her, oddly enough, is because she, she bathed with like natural, non, non-fragranced uh, body wash. And it, it left her with like just a, an outdoorsy scent all the time. So she smelled worse than your asshole. So like I pooped my pants on the first date and then broke up with her because she smelled bad. So <laughs> in, in the way that you and I have to deal with the IBS, she might be the perfect woman for you. You might know. Right. Like, that. Hey, Hey, as you, as you, as has been well documented, we all swing and miss from time <laughs> to time. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and let me get quickly to my third, my third thing, which is my truth. Uh, so in college, I was, I, I still live a reckless life and I was fairly reckless. Uh, a group of four of my buddies, we went out, we were bored as hell. It was like a Thursday, no, it was a Wednesday night and we had nothing to do. And uh, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. And so we went to Hooters and we killed, there was four of us, there's four of us. And we killed 16 pitchers of beer at Hooters. Hey, let's go. <laughs> we, we were drunk. They should not have let us leave. Last we time decided, I did that, I got married to Hooters girl. So be careful. <laughs> so we, we were driving back and we saw a brand new Japanese restaurant open up. So we said, let's stop and get some sushi, do some sake bombs and let's go home. <laughs> so we did four we did each did i think i think the the story was we did three or four sake bombs so i don't know what the number is but it's three or four so we were blackout drunk we shouldn't have been driving <laughs> and i was in the back seat behind the driver and one thing y'all y'all probably know about me by now and if you don't you do now i can't turn down a dare and we were all talking shit to each other we we're all blackout drunk we we're all stupid and I'm 21, we're all, you know, we're all 21 years old. And someone goes, you won't put your hands over uh, the buddy, my buddy who was driving uh, eyes for five seconds. And I was like, <laughs> what? 
I'll put my hands over his eyes for 20 seconds. <laughs> well, my dumb ass puts my hands over his eyes for 20 seconds while he's driving down a road. And we were, we were two minutes. We were two minutes from home, literally two minutes from home. I put my hands over his eyes and I held, I, like I was, this was me. All I remember was going 19, 18, 17. And he's screaming. He's fucking <laughs> 16, 15. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm holding him. I'm holding him back. Cause I've got all the leverage. Cause I'm behind him and his, his question there. Next thing I know, we all just go, boom. We ended up in a ditch. And we, like, by the grace of God, we were all fine. We all get out, and he's screaming at me like, what the, what, the, what did you do? What the fuck did you do? Oh, my God. I'd be pissed. And I was like, we got to run home. We got to run home. We got to run home. And we all run home. We sit in the house. We're thinking, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? So I decide. My drunk ass, like a thing. I, I think, and I still to this day think I can't get out of anything. So I'm like, oh, let me walk back. So I walk back. There's a cop car right there. Oh, fuck. And the cop car is like, I don't know, you know, like whatever. So I go back inside. Cop car doesn't, cop doesn't see me. 20 minutes go by. I walk back out. No cop car. So I called. There's a, there's a towing company. There's towing companies in college towns everywhere, right? Yeah. So there's a towing company that tows in our, our yard, our, 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 our uh, street. So I called them. They said, oh, we have a towing truck right here, like in, on, on the street, I think. Why don't you try to flag him down? So I called. He's driving down the street. I flag him down. He pulls the truck or pulls the car out, pulls it into our yard. We, we all throw him like basically all the cash we have in our wallets. <laughs> And that was the end of it. Like, <laughs> my buddy drove around this beat-up fucking Nissan Camry. Like, or, or, or Nissan, like, Senta or whatever the, whatever the hell it was uh, for the rest of time. And never charged me with, like, any body work. That's a good, that's a good friend. <laughs> Where you are, uh, I would argue, maybe a bad friend in that situation. No, I'm a bad friend. And also, just quick aside, that friend also tried to beat my ass one time. And I, I beat his. Uh, anyway, so I feel like after that though, you probably should have let him at least get one good shot in. You well, deserve. Well, it. this was three years later, or, or no, 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 not three years later. Uh, probably about a year later. Yeah, a year later because I was junior. This is senior, and he tried to he tried to get in between me and my girlfriend, and at the time, and didn't, it didn't end well for him. Um, so, <laughs> oh, oh, RC, tough guy. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. I was not a tough guy. I was trying to protect my interests at the time, and we won't get into what my interests were, <laughs> but they were not my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, John, real quick, who were the two? What was the last name of the two presidents that were on your boat? Bush. All right. So, speaking of Bush, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> We've got a sponsor uh, called Manscaped, and they are uniquely interested in those two presidents and your bush. And what I'll tell you is no girl. So this is, this is advice that I've heard from other podcasts. I've heard from other people. No girl likes to put their face in an Easter basket. <laughs> think, think about that. The Easter basket with that fake grass, right? Like your girl doesn't want to do that, Right. I've experimented with the lawn, lawn, uh, lawnmower 3.0. We've all experimented. Tim, oh, John, I, at this point, it's not an experiment. It's just a way of life. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just a thing That's what I was about to say. Experiments are experiments because you don't know the outcome. Yeah. We know the outcome. They're uh, beneficial in every way, shape, and form. My, my Tuesday night is get home, cook dinner, put the kids to bed, take a shower, basically dip my entire body in crop preserver, and then jump on the pod. <laughs> and, and it's mean, well documented. You've got the best balls on the podcast. Best balls on the podcast. And that's in no small favor to, you know, Manscaped. They, they've made my balls go from good to great. And, and so the, the, I think the turning point for me, so I've always loved the lawnmower 3.0. I've loved the crop preserver. I've loved the ball juicer. I've loved all like the underwear is it, it's what I golf in because it's so, it, it provides so, so much flow down my there. Favorite, my favorite pair of underwear I have. What, what really turned the corner for me was when I decided, and this is weird. This is way, I'm peeling back the curtain way too much. I decided to shave everything oh oh yeah yeah. well okay not my underarms and not my arms not my legs but you know my chest hair my stomach hair smooth and i i just made i just made everything from the shoulders to the kneecaps pretty good and and i'm a fan basically everywhere that i wash myself in the shower you shaved right right (laughs) And, and I'm just telling you, it's been, it's been life-changing. So if you want that life-changing experience, Two Dudes, One Dad is here to give it to you. And so you got to go to manscaped.com, enter the code Two Dudes, One Dad at checkout, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code Two Dudes, One Dad at checkout, 20% off and free shipping. Uh, and with that, we move on to our next segment. And these are, these are very, very bad uh, transitions because I'm just saying segment, 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 but it's because it's because we've, we've all put a lot into this episode. We're, we're, we're a big fan of this episode and we've got a new segment, which we call real onion headlines. So it's going to be John <laughs> Tim's this like conversation decision. I've got the onion network or whatever you call it, the onion headlines. And I've got real headlines. And it's their job to figure out which headlines are real. And so how we're going to do this is I'm going to read off headlines. And I'm gonna, we're going to do it one by one. And, uh, and they're going to talk about it. And they're going to figure out, hey, is this an onion headline or is this a real headline? So you guys ready for headline number one? That was right Let's do it. And, and I, I, do, I do think that some of these headlines, like – We'll, we'll start. We'll start easy. Okay. You ready? Yep. Tiger puts balls in wrong place again. Is it an onion headline? Woods? It's talking about obviously Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger puts balls in wrong place again. Is onion headline or is that a real newspaper headline? I'm going to go real. So I have the distinct pleasure of having worked at a newspaper for a part of my life, and uh, and headline writing was one of the things that I did. Um, man, I, I'm I'm gonna go. That's not. Oh God, that's that's real. That's real. Yeah, I feel like right. it's real, but for, not from like you know the yeah, Washington it, Post or the New York well, Times. It, it doesn't or something. mean what, it doesn't mean what like it sounds like. Yeah. 
I feel like the Tulsa, Oklahoman would be like the place that that came from. So I want y'all to keep score, and I want our reader, our, our readers, <laughs> our listeners to keep score. Uh, that's a real headline. Yes. So, and it was actually like a legit. It's the New York Post. Oh, I was close. <laughs> the Tulsa, sure. Oklahoma, and the New York Post. Same, basically. What was the story? So, well, okay. I don't have time to like click on every one of these stories. So basically, he dropped from an illegal height. Oh, okay, a wrong drop. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah and this was this was like two years ago. Yeah, terrible. That's a terrible headline. Uh. All right. So next one. Sorry, I my phone is being stupid. This one's this one's simple. Ugly parents spoil sports. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that's also real. I, I want to say it's real, but something tells me uh, I'm gonna go real. I'm with Tim on this one. All right, your brother two and zero. Oh, that was real. Yes, uh, they so mean ugly. Was... They mean ugly in, in the words of like their personality is ugly. Like they're yelling at refs and degrading their kids or something like that. Well, how this caught my attention was one of the, the sub headlines was mother suits up to back her boy. And I should have read that one. That's a sub headline. That's not like, that's not, that wouldn't be terribly, uh, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> all right. Next one. You ready? Ready. Yep. All right. So you're, you're both, you're both two and two here. Man arrested after cop spot suspiciously small package in his undies. <laughs> that's that's an onion. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go against him on this one. I think that it is real, and I don't think that they're referencing his penis. So I don't know the full story on this, but it is real. Yes. And uh, <laughs> basically, a a cop found a small package of drugs in this guy's underwear, which I mean, I was, know. I was literally going to say the guy was carrying around a meth lab in his, in his shorts. That's what I was thinking. I was playing the math. I was playing the numbers game there. You wouldn't go, you weren't going to go three in a row real. Uh, I, I know. I know you were. I know you were. Uh, next one. You ready? Yeah. Ready. Red Cross announces it's fine not to perform life-saving mouth-to-mouth on someone who's not your type. <laughs> yeah, that's the onion. <laughs> uh, again, I, I play this game like from a math standpoint, <laughs> and you're not going to give us four in a row. So, but I need to get one back on John. So I'm going to say that's real. Oh, it's the onion. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, I, got, I got Tim. I got Tim twisted right now. I, I'm doing mental gymnastics over here. My brain's in the pretzel. All right. <laughs> so, you guys ready again? Ready. <laughs> Police department defends officer shooting protester by saying he feared for his power. Man, that one's a touchy subject in yeah. these trying times. Yeah. Um, but we're not, a, we're not afraid to take on any subject. No, we got to tackle I mean, the hard is issues here. Um, 
I'm going to say that that's real. I think. That's, <laughs> that's an onion headline. That is an onion headline. Oh, that, that one. All right. So it's I'm four and one, and Tim is three and two. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. You guys ready? Ready. <laughs> All right. One armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want that. To be, this, regardless of it, is is a hilarious. Headline. I I want that to be real so bad. I'm gonna go real. I, I it has to. Be no, real. I, I think that that's a thousand percent real. It is real. <laughs> it is real. Yes. I think that's just a stupid headline writer didn't realize what they were saying. That is so bad. That's an intern level job right there. Yeah. All right. Ford delays the launch of new Bronco to avoid OJ Simpson's birthday. <laughs> that mm. oh, man. God, onion. It's it, onion. I, I'm gonna go, chance, Tim. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go onion. No, I'm going real. Fuck it. I'm going real. That's real. You gotta close the gap. It's the onion. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> that one's good, though. That's pretty hilarious. I just, I'm not playing with my mind. I'm playing with my heart here. <laughs> or, or the opposite. I'm not sure, really. All right. Okay, so we'll do a couple more. What, what are we at right now? What's the score? I'm down two. That's all that matters, really. Yeah. All right. Gordon Ramsay, sex dwarf, eaten by a badger. <laughs> Onion. <laughs> I have to unwrap there. I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. Uh, that one is, yeah, that's got to be the Onion. If that that's was Anthony real. Bourdain. That's a real, that's a real headline. <laughs> what if that was Anthony be? Bourdain, I would think it was real. Wow. That was my chance. All right. <laughs> Uh, that was your chance. I, I was, I was like silently oh, yeah. rooting for you there, Tim. I was like, man, he, Tim's gonna get one back. We'll do two more here. Uh, boy, ten years old, steals parents' car to visit grandparents six eight miles away, then tells police he's a dwarf who has forgotten his license. Onion, real. Damn, John, that's real. I'm, dude, I'm 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 really on top of these things tonight. You're really I'm good. You're a good. Headline. That was way too many words. Anyone knows anything about headline writing? Come on, that's why I upset Onion. This was terrible. Steve I feel like Tim's ex Tim's expertise in headline writing is actually a detriment. Yeah, this is hurting me. This is hurting. Yeah, me. I feel like I feel I'm like Tim would do a way be better job. The, I should be the host of this game. Not, you, not no, you should be. You should be next yeah, next week. Yeah. You will do or whenever we do it next. Those that can't do, coach. <laughs> all right uh, well do we need a last one or what's the score here let's do one more just so i can win i can end on a win here Hopefully. all right we're just gonna make your last putt <laughs> i've got one uh well i'll move it to a different one because <laughs> 
This is riveting radio. Yeah. Are you ready? Ready? Yeah. Mom comes back from long call with friends, looking real sad. What? Whatever. That's just a terrible Uh, story. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go onion just because it doesn't make any sense. Or hey, cut that one. Cut that one. Cut that one. That's a bad one. Was it? Was it real or true? Uh, it was onion. Yes. That was a stupid one. Don't cut it. Leave it in. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. Last one. Man hates hot dog eating contests. Reduce art of eating hot dogs to a competition. (laughs) I like that. Um, I'm going to say that's real. I think it's real too, but I'm going to go onion just so we don't end on, you know, coming up with the same answer. John's really good at this game. That was the onion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> John's looking them up. Let's see his little fingers moving over there. Hey, John's got Twitter fingers. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we've established that I'm not a tech guy. So. Well, John, credit to you. I suck at that game. Wow. I I feel like that you'd be much better as the host of this because, like I said, you're you've been really good throughout your life of writing headlines. Yeah. So I feel like you can. You know, none of these would really stack up to your expertise. I agree. I agree. So next time, John and I will go against each other. Right. It'll be John versus RC, and we'll we'll see who wins. I do need to redeem myself at some point, though, because that was pathetic. Yeah, no, and then in the following week, well, and we'll mix hosts. We'll mix hosts. Right, right, right. right. Uh, for for at least for that, not unofficial hosts. Maybe we bring in a guest host, and all three of us. Ooh, oh, that would be that would be awesome. Just a thought. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, this is the favorite segment of all of our listeners. News of the Weird, sponsored by yes. Kanga Coolers. Um, and if you know anything about Kanga Coolers, you know that basically all they do is keep your beer cold in your, in your, your case, right? So they're a case for your koozie, or they're a koozie for your case. I said that backwards. Yeah. Um, and if you go to Kanga Coolers, uh, you can see they, they just dropped a ton of new shirts. They've dropped a ton of new hats. Um, those guys are so they had a great Father's Day promo going with all the all the the ultimate dad challenge thing. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was it was so fun. It was it's cool to watch. Um we'll have them back on probably next month, I think. Um they're they're, they're cool dudes. Um but if you go there and you use the code two dudes one dad, you'll get 10% off already. They're low prices and, and their coolers are are stupid cheap and, and a number of our listeners have already started to buy them. Um, and so you can buy them yourself. If you go to kangacoolers.com, you enter the code two dudes, one data checkout, you'll get a Kanga cooler yourself. And it's basically a koozie for your case. Uh, keeps your beers cold. You don't need ice. So that's, yeah. it's, it's stupid to buy ice at the, at the grocery store. And uh, shout out, shout out to our listeners who have bought stuff from them and, uh, the, you know, they're posting pictures using it and, uh, everyone's had great reviews of it so far. So you guys keep buying the shit and keep posting about it. Tag us both. Tag, tag, us. tag us. Tag us and tag them. And I, I promise you, if you tag us and you tag either manscaped.com or you tag Kanga Coolers, we'll repost it. Um, so that's a, that's a promise from us. John doesn't know what repost means. <laughs> Not um, sure what you're talking about, but I Mark, see Mark may cool. won't see it. If I do it, it will be blocked. But other than that, you should be good. Yes. I'm gonna learn. Whether I'm gonna learn this Twitter thing just to like dominate Mark May. I want to get blocked by him so badly. 
Well, I think our whole podcast is about to be, but um, <laughs> if you if you tag either us on Instagram or Twitter, we'll repost you. Um, and, and that'll grow your followers and hopefully it'll grow ours. So news of the weird, John, you want to go first with the, the weird shit you found? So this one I found, I, I think is phenomenal. It's a little bit of a nod to our co-host, Tim. Um, he's a big Ohio State fan. And this is uh, based around the city of Columbus, Ohio, which is the uh, the hometown of the Ohio State Buckeyes. So Christopher Columbus is the uh, is the naming rights behind Columbus, Ohio, basically. And, and in these times that we've seen, a lot of people are trying to remove statues, rename things that are... Uh, you know, insensitive to, to some of our fellow Americans. And get, most of get them the ba- get the bad people out. That's right. And most of them are the name of the city as the naming rights to the city. Like it's the, a state. Naming rights hey, how, how much did Christopher Columbus pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> so in, in any case, um, there, there's been a petition that's been floated out and it seems to be getting quite a bit of traction lately. They want to rename the city of Columbus, Ohio to Flavortown, Ohio, uh, no. named after what I can guess everyone's already imagined, um, the celebrity chef Guy Fieri. Hey, uh, I love that guy. I'm, I'm on the opposite end of that. I hate him. All right. I so, watch almost nothing but Triple G and, and Triple D. Like, during the day, it's, on, it's like on the background of my TV while I'm working. Wait, really? Like, all day, yeah. I love Here's that. I think, such, I think it's such a, uh, like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like him. All right. So here's the thing. People shit all over Guy Fieri. What has he ever done wrong? He's an awesome. His hair is, he's got frosted tips. Yeah, his hair is questionable. All but right. he wears the bowling shirts. But like, There's a, there's a uh, comedy routine. I wish I could remember the name of the guy who did this, but it's phenomenal. The, the whole thing about Guy Fieri, everybody shits on him because he wears ridiculous shirts and, like, has frosted tips and the whole deal. But he's actually a pretty good dude. He donates to charity. He officiates gay weddings. The guy gives, like, pretzel machines to middle school kids so they can fundraise. He's a phenomenal human being. Um, I fully support the name change to Flavortown. I think it's ridiculous. Like, let's be super clear. But I feel like this world right now needs fun more than it needs, you know, divisiveness. And I feel like Fieri's the guy who's going to give us the fun that, that we need. Uh, plus, I've been to his restaurant out in, out in Sacramento, and it's delicious. And I fully support this. I love it. I think we, need, we all need to sign up right now. I would, like it if it, I would like it if, if it was a different city. Not Columbus, Ohio. Not not where my Buckeyes play. No, uh, I will say my so hey, my hey, dad. So so uh, Nebraska's coming to Flavortown, Ohio <laughs> to, to take on the Buckeyes this Saturday. Hey, that has a ring to it. <laughs> my, my dad my dad went to Ohio State, and I don't know that uh, that I love the idea for Columbus, but just in general, naming any town Flavortown would yeah. be an upgrade for whatever it is. Yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, if Jacksonville, Florida was named Flavortown, Florida, I would, I would come back more. Well, that also has a way better ring to it with the double F. I love <laughs> well, that. So, so yeah, that, double, well, that double F really gets you. So yeah. So, so moving, moving into, uh, Tim, did you find a news of the weird or do you want I, me to I did. I, luckily I always come prepared. I, I have backups for backups and, uh, 
So yeah, John stole my first one, but um, I found one here, and it's it's a local one based off of the uh, highway, old Dixie Highway, if you guys know it, a little bit south of here. Yeah. Allegedly, a pizza place was um, fined and got all sorts of violations. One of the violations being uh, they they found 80 pounds of iguana in their refrigerator. The fuck? <laughs> of iguana? Iguana. Like the reptile. Yeah. That's not supposed to be in someone's refrigerator. No, I agree with that. Uh, I'll just read it here. It says the uh, Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulations uncovered a litany of violations, including iguana, about 80 pounds being stored in a chest freezer. Uh, go on to read while the store owner couldn't be reached uh, Pizza Mambo is this place is what it's called which oh god they said that the iguana was given to the owner as a personal gift for later consumption oh that's cool. beautiful that's a beautiful gift <laughs> like who's eating iguana let alone 80 pounds of it can, can you imagine here's what I thought can you imagine being the guy who works for the, the state who his, his job is literally to go in and check like the temperature of the kitchen <laughs> Making sure that like the, the freezer's closed and all that shit. He opens the freezer just thinking he's gonna he's gonna find pepperonis, mozzarella, and fucking pizza crust. And he opens up and he's like, Oh, oh, you got a whole dinosaur family in there. What well, well, like what's going on in there? Like <laughs> Well that's what the guy's like, Oh, like I'm not allowed to have thirty two iguanas around. Like is that <laughs> Not a problem. So, <laughs> That's a question. How many how many iguanas does it take to get eighty pounds of iguana meat? Right. That's a lot. Maybe I would guess maybe like iguana is maybe five pounds. May, hell, I don't know. Never caught one. Uh, I've never picked one up. I've seen I, them. I, I want to read. I want to read you guys the headline to this because this is what caught me and made me read on to it. The headline, oh, is it, is it, hey, John, 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 is this an onion headline or a real headline? Let's listen. <laughs> the headline to the story. The headline to the story is, is Iguana the most slept on pizza topping of all time? <laughs> That's definitely, that sounds like an onion headline. No, it does <laughs> sound like an onion, but it's not. It's, it's a real story. It, it was, it's real. I mean, old Dixie Highway, you can't make, speaking of names that might want to be changed. Yeah, mm. that might be top of the list. <laughs> they, they might be making moves on old Dixie Highway soon. <laughs> uh, uh, RC, what you got for uh, News of the Week? So, the article I came up with actually came out two months ago, but it, it recently twinned on, uh, trended on Twitter five days ago. Uh, and, and the headline is this. The tortoise whose rampant sex drive helped save his species is finally retiring. <laughs> and I, like, I read this story and I freaking loved it. Like, so, the Espanola giant tortoise was once considered beyond saving. Basically, Diego came along. Diego. He was flown in from the San Diego Zoo in 1976. <laughs> 1976. And from 1976 to now, this extremely sexually active tortoise fathered over 800 offspring. And basically, because of him, he brought the espanola giant tortoise out of endangered species like 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 territory so they've retired him that's kind of crazy <laughs> to think about that like one fucking tortoise fucked so much 
to save a species. So based on that timeline from the mid seventies, he's the Ron Jeremy of tortoise fucking. Ron Jeremy is canceled. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say yeah. he was another potential news of the weird, but he's no. got some uh, some problems. Going he was on. my backup. He was yeah, my backup. So to this. He was let's, my triple backup. Yeah. <laughs> what did I well, miss? Hey, no. Let's finish talking about our boy Jeremy. Our, our I mean, our bear Diego. <laughs> so, so here's here's what I'm wondering. So, so a couple things went through my head when I was reading this article. So, so they literally took Diego off off the zoo. And his job, his, not, not his job, but what he did in the zoo, he just banged all the other tortoises. And he brought the ancient Galapagos, Galapagos tortoise from extinction, on the brink of extinction, to now that they're fine. <laughs> and he gets retired. So one of two things, either he banged his last one and he went up to a zookeeper and he's like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I just scored 80. I got to go. <laughs> or or they, they picked him up, and his, his legs are kicking. He's like, oh, I, ain't, I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. Like, like what, what do you think? If, that, if that's your job is to bang for a living, like, put your mind in Diego. Like, put your body in Diego. Don't retire me. Let, hey, let me, let me die on the playing field. Well, I love that they're calling it like a retirement. Like, like he is there a press conference? Is he? Can he come back if he wants to? Are they going to retire? No, his I, I don't think there's any forty-five in his future. Yeah, like it's just like. I, and did he? Like, did he come and say like? Did he what? Did he what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I got nothing left. He left it all out on the field. So, so I'm looking at the article again, and it says. Most of their species have trouble have trouble reproducing, right? <laughs> Diego had no such difficulty. At the breeding facility, he lived in a corral with his mates. He was a kind of a reptilian Hugh Hefner. He won over the female tortoises, and the female tortoises chose who to mate with, and they chose him. Eight hundred times, or whatever it was, over wow. eight hundred times. Like, like the the Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, I was gonna say he's the Wilt Chamberlain, not the Ron Jeremy. No. Well, so this on the sex number, it's Wilt Did Chamberlain. Did we change our podcast name to Diego Podcast? Justin, like, well, I, that was one of my comments. That I love that his name is Diego for some reason. I think that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever seen a tortoise? Or two tortoise, is it tortoise? If you're talking tortoise, about tortoise, yeah, yeah, maybe. Tortoise. I've seen two ambuli driving down the road. I've never seen but, two tortoise. Have you seen a? Have you seen tortoises have sex before? Tortoise, tortoise, tortoise. Isn't it true that they use tortoise sex sounds for like murder scenes in horror movies or something? I, I maybe I'm way off base, but the sound apparently is very off-putting. It's like a hissing sound. They're like like their necks like really really like. Uh, How do y'all know this? Honestly, I had no idea that Tim was going to come with information that was useful. No, I, I watch we a lot of National <laughs> Geographic and the Animal Planet, man. I love this shit. And, and you watch Guy Fieri. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know I'm just like bringing up random people to compare our boy Diego to, but I had no idea that Ron Jeremy was canceled in this culture that we're in now, so I'm, I'm going to leave him off. But No, I mean, no. Well, so let's, let's talk quickly about Ron Jeremy. So basically, he's the Harvey Weinstein of like porn. 
Yeah. That's his job, though. No. He got paid no. to put his dick in place. No, no, John. No, John. John. You, you don't want to be on this side of this argument, John. You're yeah. famous for bad taste. I don't know the argument. I don't know what's going just, on. Just because you sign up for sex doesn't mean you're allowed to give unconsensual sex. Right? Yeah, well, you no, I'm on board with that. They, yeah, board with these that. women agreed to be filmed and not uh, made to do stuff on the side. Oh, so, so we're talking hey, side stuff. I got you. Yeah, yeah this was you. side stuff. So, so if you see him, though, the news of the weird, though, on this whole thing, look at him. Look at his camera or his court documents yesterday. Homeboy is – homeboy looks bad. Well, I oh, mean, I he's mean, never looked – he's never looked good. Apparently there's – so, uh, no, yeah, he's never looked good. And I, I, I can knock on wood and say this. I've never seen him in a porn. In a porn. But – Apparently, like there are podcasts out there about like like their their sole focus is him raping women. Like this is his thing, and I hate to, I, I don't want to I don't want to defame anyone, but he's he like he's now like getting getting charged with this shit. Right, well, I had no idea. You got this is the first I'm hearing of it, so I feel bad that I compared our boy Diego to this guy. No, let's go back to Diego. Let's go back to Diego. Yeah, we're Diego can I can I throw another can I throw another comparison out there? Yeah. Based on the sexual number, he's definitely Will Chamberlain. Based on the child number, he's definitely Sean Kemp. Or Philip Rivers. <laughs> or Philip Rivers. Hey, he, no, he's a supersonic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. So Diego, like, like Diego might need be not, might need to be our new spirit animal for the podcast. Can we get – we need to get him on the on the podcast. Can we set that up through the San Diego Zoo or wherever he's from? I'll what work is, up some kind of graphic with a, with Diego in it. What, is, what does a tortoise sound like, John? Well, I mean, ask Tim, the tortoise sex expert. This guy watches National <laughs> Geographic. No. <laughs> we, we do need to move into the next segment, and I'll use this as, as a good time to get there. Um, so, by the way, to all of our listeners out there who are still hanging on after listening to tortoise you see my hat, right? I mean, I'm a big tur- tortoise guy. Oh, he, he literally has a, a, a turtle or tortoise on his hat. Uh, I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code 2 dudes one dad to check out for 20% off and, ten- and free shipping. Go to kangacoolers.com. Use the code 2 dudes one dad for 10% off uh, already of their low prices. But – Go to our website, which we don't have one yet, but we're about to. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about to. Go to our social media. Go to Instagram. Go to Twitter. Two dudes, one dad podcast. Two dudes, one dad pod. Uh, but our last segment of the night, which will be the morning whenever you listen. Uh, if you could create a three-day music festival, because so, so here's where I came up with this. Three-day music festivals were all the rage for a long time, whether it's Tortuga, whether it's Bonnaroo, whether it's uh, Coachella, Gulf Shores, uh, all, all these different things have been all the rage, but they're gone. And, and, and in part, I, I, I developed this because I knew John, our dad, resident dad, <laughs> listens to 1010XL Sports Radio all the time. I knew he would struggle with this. But I struggled hard. I wanted to get us to talk about it because we don't talk about music enough. And music is a huge part of all of our lives. 
Well, it's not a huge part of all of our lives. You literally just like a huge part of Tim and I's live. Yeah. Uh, maybe not John's, but so I'm going to start. Cause I, I, I never start cause I'm kind of like the host and then just dish it off. And then, but I, I do think it's fair that I start this one. No, that's, that's, that's fine. So I've got a three day music fest. I don't know what the name is, um, but I've got location and I've got three artists per day. So right. day one, hear me out. John's, John's going to roll his eyes and, and all of our <laughs> listeners, I hope we'll just love it. So day one, lead off is Panic at the Disco. Well, hold on. Before you, you, you said you had location. Where is this at? We're going Gulf Shores. We're going on the beach. Uh, but I also want to be close enough that, like, and we're going to start at noon. So by by seven o'clock we're done so if we want to go to new orleans we want to go to atlanta like we can get there and still party a little bit um and get back now that's a lot of driving for people who don't have drivers um i I originally wanted to do this in in california somewhere where we could be close we could like i was thinking three places water mountains and big city so basically the three places that the United States of America has to offer. So. <laughs> right. Like you, you guys know me. I'm not, I'm not trying to make any major decisions. No, no. Mailing it in. Yeah. I'm just trying to mail it in. So, so first, first off, we're probably going to be in Gulf Shores or we're going to be on like some Pacific coast where we can be within a big city, a mountain and, and a lake or in an ocean. Um, but day one, we're going to go Panic at the Disco, Mumford and & Sons, and then the headliner of day one, Taylor Swift. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's, an eclectic, good. Uh, that's an eclectic uh, day one. Oh, you just wait. You just wait. So we're all going to go to sleep. We're going to be drunk. We're going to have, have a blast because we just listened to Panic, Mumford, Taylor. We were, we were jamming out. Well, day two, we're coming back. We got Drake, Jay-Z, okay, and then old Kanye. He's only allowed to play old Kanye. First, first three albums, maybe the fourth one. Yeah, maybe the fourth, but he's only allowed to play the first three, maybe the fourth. Yeah. None of that Pablo shit. Like, I, I want – I want him. I want him to go ham on graduation. I want him to go late registration. Late registration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I want him to go nuts. Yeah, that was the best Kanye. Like, if that Kanye still existed, he'd be my favorite musician still right now. No, but we're going Drake, Jay Z, and like, tell me you wouldn't buy a ticket to that. Like, okay. uh, admittedly, I'm not the biggest Drake guy, but Jay Z and old Kanye would be enough to so, get. So here's why I put Drake in there because I am not also the biggest Drake guy, but Drake has so many hits. Like I'm a businessman at some point too. Like I want my festival to be attended by multiple people. Yeah, I, I get that. And Drake, Drake, uh, he draws the crowds. So, so if if I had my choice, we would have day one in the mountains. Day oh, two, we're, tra- we're traveling here. Yeah, we're we're traveling. Day two in the city, and day three we'd have on the beach. And day three would be Garth Brooks headlining or starting. Oh, okay. Thomas Rhett in the middle. Going country. And Luke Combs just blasting us out. Yeah, 
I love it. I love it. Sunday is so, my, my, my favorite one that you have there. So I'm telling you, as a three-day concert, there's going to be a ton of people that look like me. A lot of girls, <laughs> a lot of girls that like me. <laughs> we're just going to have a blast. <laughs> you're going to draw the girls in with that Taylor Swift headline on night one. Right. I know. I, I got everybody. I got everybody. I got, I got a whole representation of our world. And I got a lot of people that are probably going to be, be climbing up my coattails. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'd buy that. I'd buy that ticket all day. Well, well you wouldn't have to because we, we'd have backstage passes. Just Sponsored by two dudes, one dad. We can make it if we try. Just the three of us. <laughs> all right. Uh, who's going next? You know what? I, I feel like, I may be the disappointment. No, I feel like you should. You should, John. You should go now. Yeah, I should because Tim's going to come strong. Um, but you know what? Actually, I'm going to give it to you, Tim, because I got to be honest with you. Are you, still, like, are you still looking up bands right now because you couldn't think of nine bands? You know, my, my music choices have been very, very heavily influenced by you over the years. <laughs> so I don't want to be the guy who steals your thunder. I'd rather have you steal mine. So I, I, I think you should go next. I, John, I that's, a, that's a really generous um, move by you. And I was actually concerned about that because I do agree that most of the music you listen to is when you're with me. In, yeah. in your golf cart? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're golfing. That's the only Absolutely. music John listens to. So I was worried that he was going to steal all my stuff. You no, know, that, that's, that's definitely going to happen. So uh, you, you go ahead and take the lead on this one. All right, so um, I do have a name and location. My name just I just came to me. Oh, wow, see, I didn't even have a name. Yeah. Well, I didn't have one. I wrote a. I had name written down, but, but there was nothing next to it because I could. Mine would probably be a Diego Fest. Well, fuck. That's what I fucking. That's what I just wrote. <laughs> I just wrote Diego Music Fest. <laughs> I had nothing written down, but then I decided to go Diego Music. Fest. Oh shit! Like literally, I just came up with that like two seconds ago. I was like Diego Fest. If I, if I had to have a name, it'd be Diego Fest because because <laughs> I want everybody to fuck. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to Diego Music Fest, and it's gonna be somewhere. Uh, I'm a beach guy. I've I've been to the best music festival, Tortuga. Tortuga. I go there every year. Uh, this year it's not happening until later in the fall, hopefully. Uh, so, but the beach vibes uh, for a three-day music fest is, is unbelievable. So, but I'm going to flip the beach from the east coast of Florida to the west coast, and we're going to go to, like, the Sarasota, Siesta Key area, somewhere over there. Okay. Day one, and all it's, it's going to be an eclectic mix, kind of like yours, but it's going to be broken up by day a little bit, where – so I was, I was, I was like, I, I pigeonholed day by day by day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so day one, we're starting with uh, my man, Wiz Khalifa. Oh, wow. Young, Good. wild, free, uh, you know, rooftops. All, I mean, great, great. Like we're going to set the vibe. We're going to set the party vibe early day one. And I hope he's smoking like, weed. Yeah. Kind of like yours. Uh, I want it to be during the day, especially if we're only doing three. You know, like if we're done by seven, eight o'clock, then we go out to the bars afterwards, have a good time. Right. So we're starting with Wiz Khalifa day one. Now I have a question for you guys. 
can the person can we can we include dead people in this can we get like, i absolutely did so yes so okay i i had that written down actually like john 90 percent of the people, people that i've chosen are dead so so and, and i said kanye can only play a certain album so yeah i'll, I'll go dead people all right so but, we just, i didn't go dead people but i you know well, I, I put it back up if we weren't going to allow it, but if we are going to allow it, my second guy on day one will be Mac Miller. Oh, rest in peace. I, I love him. He, Mac, Miller's, Mac Miller's good. I love Mac Miller. One of my favorites of all time. Uh, and then to, uh, the headline night or day one, guy, I've seen him more energy on stage and really only comparable to Garth Brooks energy-wise on stage. Uh, Post Malone. Okay, have you seen Taylor Swift on stage? She's amazing. Not not live. Like I'm, I'm talking about live. Oh. Have you seen Taylor Swift any time ever in the history of the world? She's amazing. And you want to I would pay to smell one of Taylor Swift's farts. Yeah, I'd pay you so you could smell it and just tell me about it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Posty, po- yeah, Posty's good. I've never seen him live, but yeah, he's awesome, and he he drops something but bangers. Um, so that, that's my day one. We're going Wiz, Mac, and Post. Uh, day two, we're completely switching the vibes. The day two is good vibes in the sun. Uh, we're going. We're starting with Ario Speedwagon. Whoa! Wow! Wow! Love Ario Speedwagon. And you're you're gonna have nothing but seven year old women there. That's great. <laughs> no, it's just like, like I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned with like the party vibe, keeping the party vibe going. Well, no. Here's my thought. Everyone's a little hungover from Friday. Saturday, you need like, a little bit more of a chill day. Good vibes. You're still drinking in the sun. You're you're sipping on a couple of beers. Uh, so you start out with REO Speedwagon, and then you move into Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, nice. that's that's a great call there, Tim. Hootie, and and maybe Hootie, you know, drops a couple of his country solos in there a little bit. Just mix it up a little bit. Let her cry. Right. So and the, and the, tears fall down like rain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. And then uh, from from Hootie, we move on to one of my favorite bands, OAR. Wow. OAR closes us down on Saturday. So it's kind of more chill vibes Saturday, but still a good time. Nice day drinking music. Is, is OAR a crazy game of poker? Is that yes. wrong on it? No, that's them. Yeah. It was a crazy game of poker. Yeah, yeah, that's them. Yeah. All right. So Sunday. We're moving on to day three, and just like you, Riley, we're getting we're ending on all country, all country, because I'm a big country guy. So we're starting out with my man Corey Smith. Oh wow! Not hey, a, you're giving you're giving him a big invite. Not not a not a huge following, Corey Smith, but he's one of my favorites of all time, and uh, the people that do follow him know he's one of the real ones. And then we're going megas after that. We're going megas mega stars after Corey. We're going Kenny Chesney. And you're going to Eric Church, aren't you? And Eric Church is third. I, so I almost put Eric Church in mind, but I knew you would, so I didn't. Eric Church, we go, we go, Corey, Kenny, Eric. <laughs> so Tim, as I predicted, um, your concert is or your your festival is amazing, and also eerily similar to mine. <laughs> so again, because I I am your biggest music influence. You are my absolute biggest music influence. Um, so mine, I'm more of a mountain guy, and uh, my favorite city 
in, in the United States is Boise, Idaho. I think Boise is phenomenal. Have you, have you ever lived there? Uh, no, but I, I've, I've been there a couple times for work, and it's great. So I would say Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. So a lot of people say that Boise is basically the Austin, Texas of the, uh, of, of the, of the Mountain West or the I High Plains area. That, but yeah. No, it is. It's very similar. In any what case. a quote. What a yeah. quote. So Boise is a, is a phenomenal place. Um, so I would start, and once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to sound eerily similar to Tim's, but we've already established that, so just bear with me. My day one, um, Tim ended his with a bunch of bangers. I'm going to start my, my festival off with the three biggest names that, that I like personally. First guy out on stage, Mac Miller. I think he's phenomenal. Um, I had no idea who he was until about two years ago when Tim and I were playing golf and uh, he threw him on and I, I've been in love with him ever since. So, you know, rest in peace. I'm, I'm kind of sad that he's gone, but Mac Miller followed by Corey Smith, followed by Eric Church. I wow. think all wow. three. That's, yeah. that's straight from Tim's lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Straight from Tim's lineup. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, John, something tells me that the people who are attending Tim's festival aren't going to uh, attend yours. Yeah, they're probably not going to show up at mine, but um, we get a little we get a little different, you know, coming day two, day three. But those were the first three big ones that came to mind. So day two, and this is where I get a little bit off the rails, and this might date me a little bit, and uh, and also kind of show my age. But um, I feel like they're a classic. Day two, I'm going to go Aerosmith because who doesn't love Aerosmith? All right. I mean, I love that. I love that. They're you know they're they're a great band. They they got lots of things going on. Don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing. Hey John, John, what's what's your favorite Aerosmith song? Don't want to miss a thing. The <laughs> basically the name another Aerosmith song. The entire soundtrack from the movie Armageddon is my favorite Aerosmith song. <laughs> um, and you got to understand, guys, I'm not a music guy, but I there are songs that I like. <laughs> name another one. <laughs> I don't know that I could. Crazy. Crazy is a great song. There you go, Crazy. Yeah, Skinny Bop. It's a good song. Um, so I'd go Aerosmith, and then I'd go Michael Jackson, and I'm shocked that none of oh, you. Well, well, okay, okay. To be fair, I didn't, like, I would have gone Prince. I would have gone Michael Jackson. I would, like, I, I was trying, like, okay, okay, go ahead. I'm Jackson's shocked a little that isn't he? I'm shocked that nobody went Michael Jackson. And we're well, not talking He's a like, little problematic. Well, we're not talking about like bleach your skin and rape children, Michael Jackson. We're talking about like the late 80s, Michael Jackson, where he was just throwing Never bangers convicted. out. <laughs> you know. Oh. And, then, and then we're going to close the day with Eminem because I think Eminem's oh, phenomenal. Hey, that, that, that's a great choice. Great. That's yeah, a great choice. I, would, I would show up for Eminem. Yeah. I feel good about that one. Yeah. So I feel like Day one's kind of like the people that I would listen to and enjoy, but also have a pretty decent following. Day two, bigger names. You're going to, you know, get a little nostalgia. Day yeah, three. You're bringing, you're bringing some back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. So day three gets a little bit wonky, but, you know, I, I kind of like where it's at. So the headliner for day three, and, nor, and I'm going to close with him, so I'll get back to him later. I'm going to start it with the Beatles. I think the Beatles are cool. I hey, know that. Bring you know, them back out of the grave. Yeah. I, I mean, just digging them up, you know, right off Abbey Road. But um, hey, is Yoko is Yoko Ono opening for them or is no? She... Yoko is 
Yoko is banned from the festival. Yoko can burn in hell. (laughs) So we're going Beatles right off the bat. And then I don't know why I had, this is a weird combination to choose between. But I was, (laughs) I was, I was really, oh, there's a story. There's a story there, by the way, guys. I was torn, and this is going to sound crazy. Natalie and Brutia. I was just going to say that. Natalie and (laughs) Brutia. I was torn between Fall Out Boy and Britney Spears. And I don't know why. I think they would both be really good um, in the middle. And then the closer for me, Justin Timberlake, JT. I love him. It would be good. And I feel like I've disappointed you guys because I feel like I did a way better job with this than either one of you anticipated. Well, and I, mean, I love the fact your that entire that day one's based off of my my concert is a little yeah. Well, well so, I, so my my initial thoughts on your whole thing is day one is Tim, <laughs> day okay. two is to dead be fair, people. Mac, <laughs> Mac Miller is is Tim. Corey Smith, I've known about Corey Smith since college. Like I knew who he was. I've been to a couple concerts. I get it. Mac Miller was definitely a Tim move, but I knew he was going to go Corey Smith. Did did Tim not say Corey Smith? He did, but I mean, like, he didn't influence me to like Corey Smith. When do you listen to Corey Smith when you're not with – do you listen to him ever when you're not with me? Uh, yeah, Aubrey really likes Corey Smith. We listen to Corey Smith in the car. His six-year-old Tim. Aubrey Aubrey loves Fuck the Popo. (laughs) She's a she's (laughs) – she's a big fan of If I Could Do It Again. She really likes that song. Which talks about drinking beer and, and banging girls on the beach. So, but no, she's a big fan. Uh, you know, it's funny though, when we were kind of um, talking about this, you know, maybe a couple of days ago about lining this up, one of you, and I can't remember who in the text message, made a joke about how Hacker from 1010XL was going to be my, my like main guy. Yeah. About, about four hours ago, I get home and I'm giving Tara a rundown of kind of what we're going to talk about. And as soon as I said, we're why, why are you giving your wife a rundown of what we're talking about on the pod? I'm, I'm giving her a heads up just to kind of for conversation. Uh, sake, in, your defense, in your defense, I did that with Kelly too. Yeah. I don't like to, uh, okay. I don't yeah, really yeah, like, I mean, to, I'm the single guy, so I don't know. I don't know. I try my best not to talk about work with my wife because number one, she doesn't give a shit. And number two, like, it's just boring. I do it all day. But uh, I was telling her, yeah, we're going to line up a, uh, a music festival without missing a beat immediately she says i bet you've got hacker as your as your headliner <laughs> i i am in tears laughing and she can't figure out why i had to scroll through the text message and show her that you guys said that i thought it was great so my my love for ryan the hacker green is is well documented as well maybe maybe he'll be your mc he'll, he'll introduce he, the bands in between he could he could definitely be my mc i now, love that guy now let me ask you guys like would you would you want to be on the ground floor listening, or would you want to be backstage? No, I want to be in the green room. No, not I want to be on the side stage, like side. There's there's always like a little side area uh, where there's a bar and like you can hang out. Yeah, there. I, I want to be wherever there's a bar. Yeah. Riley, that's actually a good question. So we've a bar, all laid a bar out with no lines. We we've laid out pretty good concerts. Do you guys have an MC in mind? Like, if you're gonna have a somebody out there that's going to like basically aside from you because you're the money man you're just in the background i'll, I'll tell you right now my my, my concert i'm the mc <laughs> okay i'm good with that i would go mike tyson i don't know why I just think <laughs> it'd be amazing. that's awesome that's i awesome. think tyson and britney spears on stage together could 
only be amazing. Yeah, no, that, that, that is literally gold. That's literally gold. Yeah. So if, what we're, about you? if we're bringing people back from the dead, I'm going Stuart Scott. Yeah, yeah, I like Stuart Scott. Have you guys? Have is I that, is that you guys? weird that I'm the only one who chose myself? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, why, that's actually, why you're the unofficial host. Yeah, I don't want to be going <laughs> like on stage every two hours. I want to be sitting back there drinking, and having a good no, time. No, I, I will be drinking, and I'll just be walking out and like. What's up? What's up? I'll, I'll pick I'll pick RC as my my host if I have to pick someone that's alive. <laughs> Setting the bar kind of low, man. <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to, to our, our last unofficial segment, um, single dude sound off. That's you. No, I know it's me, and, and I don't have much. And here's what I will say. I I struggle with this because I didn't want to bring this up, but I brought, I, I'm going to bring it up anyway. Oh, dear. Um, you know, my birthday was a couple of days ago. I turned 34. That's Happy that's birthday. And thanks, babes. Shout out to uh, me for being the youngest on the podcast. Yeah, you, you, are, you, are, you, you are the youngest. Uh, but so many people text me and said – Happy birthday and happy Father's Day. <laughs> oh, sounds like they know something you don't know. Like, right, right. So, so here's, here's my sound off. Like, no, <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> like, have a kid. Like, like I, I don't have a child. Maybe. Maybe. And I don't know about it. I don't have it, you know? So like, so, so what I will say is, is I got, I got numerous texts that said, happy birthday, happy father's day. Ha ha. Just kidding. Happy birthday or happy birthday plus happy father's day or happy father's day to your dog and happy birthday. All that to say, can it just be, can it just be my birthday? Or if not, can just don't say it. Well, happy I, I, Father's Day to your dog is I I I fucking hate that. I think that's a dumb like, thing. Like I do. think it's funny to, like when I talk to my friends who have kids where I'm like, "Oh, I celebrated Father's Day too." No, I did not. Like but like to you John, I'll tell you like, "Oh, oh, I had a great Father's Day with my dog just because I know it stirs your it stirs your pot, right?" Cuz actual cuz actual parents of of human children hate the fact that people call their animals like their fur babies. That's right, the most right. annoying shit in the world. And, and I, I agree with that. Right. So what I, what I will tell you is like when a girl texts me and says, happy father's day, there's nothing ever, ever comforting about that. Well, I, I feel I like feel maybe like she's asking for it. I don't care who's texting that to you. I feel like it's bad, like mojo. Like if they, if right, they right. puts bad things in the air. Like if you're joking that I could be a dad, now maybe I might become a dad soon. Like it, it's just like bad mojo. I don't need that. Well, anymore. I would, I, I will tell you not, not, not to release too much information, but a couple of girls was a little interesting where I was like, oh, hey, uh, ha, you know, like, uh, and, and there was just like, like the, co- the follow-up conversation was awkward. Like, don't, like, let's not do that. Let's, no. let's just be happy Father's Day to fathers. Let's just be like, whether I have a dog or I don't have a dog, right? Like, let, can, <laughs> can, we, can we just, can we just like, I'm not a dad until I have kids. 
can we just like if because my birthday is always every fourth week every fourth year it falls on father's day or third to fourth year it falls on father's day like i, I don't need that and like a couple of posted on my like instagram or like facebook about that like no no i, I don't need you to post happy father's day i'm not a father yeah that's, yeah it's a weird thing to do I don't, right. yeah, I would that wouldn't have ever even crossed my mind. Yeah. So that's my single dude sound off. I'm a single guy. Don't post Happy Father's Day. Single I appreciate Day. the birthday text. I appreciate all the birthday calls. I appreciate everything, even even the the the, the Father's Day calls, but they're not funny. Totally understandable. Tim, what's your what's your dating dudes deal? Uh you know what? I don't have I don't have too much going on right now. Um, just basically. You know, last that's, week I, that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Last week I talked about how uh, I was having a dilemma on if I should feel guilty about going on this golf trip, or not golf trip, but this trip down south uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm going. I'm still going. Um, I don't feel guilty about it anymore. I had to talk with uh, with my lovely girlfriend Kelly. She's in full support of it, and so I can't wait to head down south on Friday and play 36 holes. On on uh on on Friday we're gonna play another couple rounds on on Saturday, partying at the pool, and uh, I'm feeling good about life. I'm excited for this weekend. Nice. No, so so she'll listen to this. So be 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 discreet. But was the conversation pretty easy? Oh yeah, yeah. It was all in my head. She nothing to worry about. Uh, she said, "Go have a good time," and uh, like we said, I will. Uh, I'll make up for it in in a later date. Yeah, she she might be the bee's knees, dude. I'm a fan of her. She's a big, uh, she's a big, big fan, big fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. her biggest fan. She and, she does it right. She's she's doing pretty good. This girlfriend thing, and she she lets you golf a lot, which which we all know all. you should let us golf whenever we want. Yes. She puts up so, a lot of crap for me, so uh, I, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah, and she she's a huge fan of the pod, and we're a huge fan of her. Yeah. Uh, speaking of huge fan, uh, we're a huge fan of your wife, John. But what's the what's the dad's dilemma? Because you ju- you did just spend 12 hours with your kids in a span of four days. In, in the- <laughs> so I spent a little bit more than 12 hours in four days. Um, you know, I, uh, I I wasn't looking forward to the trip, um, but then we got there, and uh, it was great, man. You know, the cabin, it's got a really good view of the mountains. It's got a hot tub. It's got all kinds of stuff, and the kids really enjoyed just spending time. We uh, we went on um, – Aubrey's a big uh, rock collector. She likes to find cool rocks, so we brought about 800 rocks home. They filled up the entire back of my truck. I, I actually offloaded them today, and we got to figure out a place to put all these things. But um, it was good, man. Father's Day was great. Um, I don't have anything big planned for the next week or two. Our next, uh, our next golf tournament isn't until the 11th, so um, I'm just good, man. Have a little, little relaxed time with the family. Everybody's happy. We're good. So you, you said nothing about a dilemma. What's the, what's the problem here, John? I don't know that I, ha- I, don't know that I have one. Um, I don't wow. know that I have a dilemma. I'm, I'm I don't think, he, I don't think John's. Thing. I don't think John's required to show up with a dilemma every every week. I think. I, 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 I think. He is. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to force one. Yeah, um, sometimes things are good. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a happily married guy. I'm lucky to have the kids that I have, and um, I, like I said, did not anticipate this being the case after spending basically five days in isolation with my family and my mom. I can see but, a silhouette uh, of a, like Tara holding up reading cards for you right now. <laughs> but after like after cards. it was all said and done, um, I don't know, man. Just a really good trip made me made me appreciate awesome. the wife and kids more than I could. So it was it was a fun time. Yeah, and I take it from the trip she blew you. So it's great. It's great. Great news, John. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't have to comment, but Tim, I, I beg you. Do not edit that out. <laughs> no, there's no chance of editing that out. <laughs> uh, but with that, with that gentleman, I don't, I don't know. Like, should we get out of here, or should we? Yeah, should we... we're we're okay. flirting, we're flirting with Wednesday morning right now, so it's probably time to get out of here. Yeah, we are pretty close to Wednesday morning. So, hey, with with that, we'll tell you. Hey, follow us on Instagram, Two Dudes One Dad Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Two Dudes One Dad Podcast. Rate us five stars. We love you all. Do what you got to do. We are a huge fan. Send us, send us to your friends. And with that, we'll say goodbye. Good night, Orange Park. Back to the tribe, button, boys. <laughs>